Okay, well, welcome, Sophie and Olivia. It's Olivia, right? There's not like a nickname for you or anything like that. Oh, should we just call you O? No. Okay, that's fair. Um, <laughs> but welcome. Thank you for coming on the pod. We've already. Yeah. Whoa, that is going to be the best part of today is when you guys say things in sync. Um, one thing when when you guys. Oh, what's going on? Why are we the same input? It's just going to be me if I don't change that. Oh. That's what the people came here like, for. <laughs> just like that. It's, yeah, it's, yep. People like me better when I shut up, so it might work out. No, they, <laughs> no I think that's going to be good. Um, when, Whenever you guys just talk, just like move the mic or like lean into it. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I'll if one of you wants like to wear it. headphones, you definitely can. If you don't, I wish I had two. I need to get another. I just don't have that enough. Mm. What do they do for you? You oh, can hear yourself? Yeah, you can hear better. Like, I oh. can hear you guys. Like, I can hear myself and hear you guys. So I'm, like, right in your ear. Gotcha. So if you like that, if you like me right do in your ear. Do you want to wear them? <laughs> I'll try it out. Okay, okay sure. Go. Unless you really, want to. No, I don't really feel like it. So I have I to go. Curious about this. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's not working. But is it? Oh, okay. No. <laughs> is it not working at all? No, it's not. Oh, that's sad. It's all good. It should be. Yeah, I think I it's know. plugged in. Might be because here you can try mine just for trying it's sake. Mine oh, do work. Okay. No, I no, just try it. Okay. It's worth it. Okay. Yeah. So you, can you hear how oh. I'm like right in your ear now? Yeah. yeah that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's so it's like just try a little it. different. Mm, sure. Yeah, it's an experience. If you're gonna yeah. Come on, you got to get the full, oh, full wow, experience. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds very professional. Yeah, I gotta get a, I gotta get a better mixer too, cause like I think my, like attachments for the mics, only like one of them works. Interesting. Cause, I, but I also think it's cause I'm like splitting the audio, so like yeah. you're only getting like one ear when I split it, versus mm-hmm. this one's getting the full mix. Yeah. So. I can do. That. I don't like listening to myself talk. Oh really? Yeah. You don't yeah. like listening to yourself? No, talk? No, I hate hearing my voice. It's oh. so gross. Really? Oh gosh. I think it's that bad. I. You have a nice voice. Yeah. I, I always think it's, like, deeper than it is because then I hear it. It's, oh. like, way higher than I think it is in real life. And oh, like, so you wish it was deeper. Yeah. Okay. That's Do interesting. I have a deep voice? No. No, okay. I'm saying, like, I'm just surprised because, like, oh, normally... Okay. Normally women want higher Yeah, most girls are like, my voice is too masculine. Oh, yeah. really? Oh. Yeah. I don't know. One time my brother told me that there was, there was this girl in our ward who had a really masculine voice. And he was like, yeah, she's super hot just because she has super deep voice. And I was like, really? interesting. Yeah. Like a smoker? Like kind of like a rat? Yeah, like a very, well, she had like a very nasally voice. Like very, mm. like. That is kind of hot. Right, like, you see? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Could you, could you give an example like of what that. that sounds like? Yeah, please. Yeah. No, but really I, lean I into the mic when you do it. <laughs> For our viewers. We have a large male base. So do you really? Oh, I'll just. It would really help the views. I'll really try and give myself some yeah, clout yeah. here. No, I really don't think I can do it. Like, like, um. Like well, I'll do it. How about that? You do it, uh, then you'll do it, then I'll do it. Okay. Okay, you do it, yeah. No, no, you first. Okay. Because <laughs> you, you, you have the best knowledge of it. Um. Okay, I'm really trying to get in the zone here. I'm trying to, I haven't seen her in like three years. So she would just like talk like this, like all the time, like oh. really, like so like, like drag ch- out the words, like oh, and oh. like very, yeah, like the chick from Pitch Perfect. Yeah, what's her name? That uh, Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, very she, like solemn and like mellow and like yeah, like I'm like damaged. like kind of gothic. Like, oh. like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just, <laughs> all right, your turn. <laughs> Your turn, you gotta try it. Yeah, your best Anna Kendrick voice. My best my best Anna Kendrick voice. Oh, that's good. That's <laughs> that not was bad. really good actually. Yeah. What should I say? 
Like, Guys, I'm like so stoked to be on the podcast. <laughs> that's that's really good. You sound just like her. Thank actually. you. Thank you. I feel like yeah, we're gonna yeah. actually switch our voices into that, and we won't be able to get out. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I love talking like the Kardashians. Like, I <laughs> Wait, what's really the Kardashians? Do. Give me the Kardashians. Um, just sounds stupid. We referenced the card. We made a joke about the Kardashians. We, we, I feel like we talk about them all the time. I've still never seen the I, show. Yeah. I still really? Talk about them all the time. Yeah. Have you, you ever watched? Have you, the yeah, of course. Big Kim K fan. No way. I'm just kidding. I've I've seen a few episodes, <laughs> but I'm I'm. I think I like um. Kendall, is that her name? I don't know. She she dated Devin Booker, right? That's, yeah, Kendall Jenner. Kendall. She's, she's, like, the really tall model. Kendall's the one that I hear the least about. Really? You know, like, she, people say she's, like, a, about her. a pick-me girl. That's probably true. They're all pick Which girls. I feel like, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's kind of true, but I think it's better than, like, being stuck up, you know? Hmm. She just, I think. Is there a difference between those two? Educate yeah. me on the well, difference yeah. between pick-me girl and stuck well, up. Well, so her, Kendall's whole vibe, I guess, is that she kind of. I get the vibe that she doesn't like being famous too much. Like, she wants to be the cool girl, like, like kind of Tom, tomboy-esque. Right, as she Um, walks down the supermodel uh, walk. Right, right. So it's so hard. It's annoying. I want to be a boy. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that's what makes her a pick-me girl, is that Mm. it's annoying to hear a little supermodel be like, very all natural and oh. I'm one of the boys and I'm yeah, not like I'm other so girls. I see. I like to hang out with the guys. Like almost hypocritical. Right. Because yeah. it's like, be so for real, you're like a Kardashian. Like, come right. on. Like, like you literally make money for being hot online. Right. Like yeah, like exactly. Yeah. Some cash at her. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh, my life's so she's hard. Like, nobody nobody understands makeup. me. So the real question yeah. is, what's with the basketball guys wanting that? You know what I'm saying? She's, tall. she's just like one of the dudes or something. Maybe she like comes over. She's well, gaming she, with them. She's all. like, <laughs> maybe she's she like, understands well, how do you the play game? this game. Like, I'd be curious. Yeah, like, can like, she can she wreck D book at um t- at, like 2K? That's the real question. I'd love to see her try. What is that? What did you say? Like NBA, like the video game NBA 2K. You oh, know yeah, where right. they buy like ball out. Sure. We'll play sometime. Up, yeah, I know. That's now sad. She's with, she's with Bad Bunny. That's. But I think they also broke up. Oh. Well, I thought Bad Bunny wasn't ever, like, really with anybody. <laughs> she thought Bad Bunny was I have was a no girl. idea who Bad Bunny is. Like, That's I like thought... a Spanish singer-rapper yeah. kind of vibe. We'll pull him up. Should we pull him up? Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah I'll pull it up on the phone because I, I don't think this will pick up. I, I woke up today and thought, wow, I really want to see a picture of Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. I love how, like, before we started, we were talking such serious topics. Now we're talking about Bad Bunny and Kendall <laughs> Jenner. <laughs> right. We're really getting down to the important this things now. This is what they want to hear. This is very... I just, I'm already thinking about how I'm going to cringe at how I did my Anna Kendrick voice. It was really good. It was solid. You know what it reminded me of? Bad um, Bunny best songs. Kristen Stewart, like Bella from Twilight. Oh. Same voice, yeah. Yeah, same person. No, I'm just kidding. Say, no. They should have cast Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick as is Bella in Twilight. From Twilight. But she tried not. out. She tried out for the part of Bella. She would have done better. I was gonna say this is well, literally this, it, a woman. He's, he's like a, <laughs> he's, like he's featured. Yeah. Oh, you're a fan. You must be a fan. I like. Bad oh shoot, she, she knew exactly what song this was. She's like, oh no, he's featured. I promise. She'll sing it for us. Do you want to sing it? How about this one, Bad Bunny and Drake? Huh. Huh. 
you guys are the first guests I've ever played like outside music with, so. Well, if I play too much, right? If I talk over it, it's like my own song at that point, right? It's exactly the Maddie McCurdy remake. Yeah, of M.I.A. by Bad Bunny featuring. You own these rights. Plus, I just gave him credit. I said it was by them, so that's what matters, right? I don't, yes. I don't make any serious cash off this. <laughs> really? Oh, that's so surprising. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, keep drinking your dog. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you can. You can. Especially if you don't make, like, anything off of it. They don't care. You know what? Okay, if this if this gets Bad Bunny and Drake to come after me, uh, honestly, let's let's start beef online That's and true. blow this episode up. Might it'll be well. like it'll be like be really good for you, honestly. Yeah, dude. If that one chick can get it right, what's her name? Bobby. Oh, Millie Bobby Brown. No, Bobby, like the influencer on TikTok. You're gonna start a rumor now. Oh shoot, we just well, started. That was no. a rumor that they were friends, Millie Bobby Brown and Drake. Oh, that they're friends? Like, three years in combo. Right? Well, because, like... That doesn't feel like a good fit at all. I think it was Drake. I wouldn't say so. But that's why I said that. She's... Millie Bobby Brown is engaged to someone, What are you saying, bro? She is, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, she likes musicians. I still thought she was 12. I don't know who that is. I know, right? All I can see her is with her shaved head and screaming at people. Honestly, the blood coming out of her nose? Yeah. You can't change that image. I wonder if when she's, like, you know, her and her... Is it fiance now? Yeah. If they're like smooching, if that's what he sees, like in his head, you know what I'm saying? That'd be tough. Oh gosh. Tough image. He like jumps back. He's like, oh. Yeah. It was a little secondhand. Yeah, I was like, cringe. Was that the third season? Or no, that was four. I never watched it. You never watched Stranger Things? Nope. You're missing out. As a fellow conservative, I'm telling you, you need to know. <laughs> of Stranger Things, you said? We tried to get Liv to watch Stranger Things with us. Um, sure. It's said in the 80s. Well, no, I'm saying we The did. greatest time period you in did. American you history. Tried. She didn't like it. And then it. I had, um, never mind, I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, I'm pretty sure you do. Yeah. I, I tried to right. watch it, and I, I missed it, so. Oh, it just yeah. wasn't like your, it was just wasn't your time to I see just, it? Yeah, like what? I was. I didn't find it super interesting. I oh, know. I see. I also just like if something. How many episodes in did you get? Like one, two. Probably like two. I think I like fully like paid attention and watched like two episodes. Do you like really hot guys? Uh, no, I can't oh. sit. Because <laughs> <laughs> season two. Who's really hot Billy. in that movie? Billy. Do I need to pull up a pic? Oh, I know what Billy looks Dr. like. Dr. Montgomery. He's not that hot. We can, we can put him on screen, though. I feel but like he's, next to this, I that would like be... <laughs> it's time to switch it up. Yeah. Billy. He's, he's hot in um, the show. Like, you have to yeah. watch the show to, like, appreciate him. He's handsome in real life, too, but... He's a milf. Oh, no, Do you this see guy? I, mean? I thought you were talking about the other guy. No, he's worse. He's a milf magnet. What are you talking about? Like, literally in the show, that's all he does. Literally in the show. Like, right here, this is when he's literally getting some. Not really, but he's, he's pulling. He does go after Mills. Cute. That's not his best look. His smile's a little I saw that awkward. episode. Well, Did part you? Of it. The Gina on Gina. Yeah, where he's going after the, I remember that Gina the mom, Gina and then she gets, like, he... Yeah, I know. She, she does not look... The... So I was okay, told Madeline Klein guy? got tons of plastic surgery. Is that true? Probably. She's definitely got filler. Like, I I never watched Outer Banks. Well, is filler really... Like does that really count? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that it counts like, as plastic surgery. I'm just saying. Like, if I did my lips, filler. would I be like, oh, I got plastic surgery? No. Like, like, I wouldn't say No, that. but, like, you definitely, like, 
I don't need it. Look at these. Look at these lips. I don't need it. Yeah. I'm saying. Sure. No, I've had comments. Like I had a lady once tell me she was older and she was a makeup lady for a show. Why did she just walk up to you in the grocery store? Yeah, she was like, "Hey, those lips." Those lips, smackers, right there. Yeah. What? Wait, wait, talk louder because I don't know if you're being picked up. So one time my friend Connor got approached in Target and it's like this Utah mom like to the max. She's like, oh my gosh, have you had fillers? <gasps> Sorry, and he was what? Like, he was like, no. And Take it as a comment. That's a win. Dang. Right? I guess that's so. true. I guess. No, true. If you're a guy, maybe it's a less of a win. And, but Except like, unless they look fake though, then that's embarrassing. Mm. If your lips look fake. And so everybody that mm. sees you like true. is hardcore he judging you. not like it at all. Does he even have big lips? No. You would know, right? That is... Oh. That's the <laughs> You have personal experience on this topic. Ooh. They're just... Oh, ouch. They're ouch. So not filled. Unfilled lips. like, you know, like white person lips where it's like... Like Don't bring race into this. Then we can't go there. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> 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 we have an what time? About this. Yeah, her mom called. Like her mom has <laughs> no lips. Like love you, Darcy, but My she doesn't. Does. And so she'll like make fun of herself. No, like, she does though. Oh, did she really? Oh, she did. Oh yeah. Dang. Should we call her up and ask her what it was like? Yes. Call her up. Yes, please do. Okay. Did you okay, call you call your mom today while my my cosmo teacher was I, like roasting the crap out of her? Well, I did because I was good. I was wondering what kind of layers she show. gave. Oh. <laughs> she didn't answer though. This is probably gonna be the most boring episode. No, this is great. This is gonna okay, be, this okay. is gonna be awesome. We're calling up. We've got our first live like caller on the. <laughs> my mom's like my best friend though. Welcome, Darcy. You're Should we wait? Daddy turn it McCree turn it towards the camera so we can like get her face slightly. Okay, that's good. I don't know if she's gonna answer. What? She didn't answer we gotta see those way. lips in real she's life. At Home Depot. Gotta get the... If not, we'll try to we'll try to snag snag wow snag her you at the it. end. Maybe Thank you. Like, she'll call me back. Maybe that would be even better. The suspense of waiting for Darcy. Honestly, like we'll, That's we'll just two wait. Times today that she's missed my FaceTime call. Oof. So that tense. True. Anyways, family drama. So you're not into we'll that. What you're telling us? Into what? But that. No. Okay, wait. So Steve between is, these two, Steve is way better looking. Really? Than the other guy. No. Wow. Okay, this guy. Well, honestly, here's here's the problem. Okay. Like, maybe maybe this is ugly. the wrong picture. How about this one? Less clothes. Okay, on. so mm, no, he worse. Okay, one. more clothes. How about this one? Uh, what's the heck? what's with the hair, man? You gotta watch I just started you're, right, you're right. You're right. Okay, hold up. I just okay. If he like. Okay, Do yeah. You like he like is good looking. Yeah. Oh, you like without this one. the hair. Without the hair. He's Australian. The only yeah. that's pretty hot. Yeah. See, that's all I had to say. So the Wait, only image I have of him in my head. The problem is like, I saw the I saw the episode where he was like dragged by the thing and the um, eaten oh. and like oh, yeah. all, like, like his image is he's like sweaty and like also like what was that's he, a high tough or something? episode to start on. Yeah, yeah, he was like high and like something was going on with him and like yeah. ugh, gross. Yeah. That's yeah. like he looked not. like a liberal, and I just couldn't. He, yeah, he just looked like a dirty he was smoking and. and <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't us; it was him. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm taking you guys down if I go down. No, no. <laughs> Coming with me. We all get canceled. What? Oh. No, 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 no. Well, he didn't actually have that, so it's fine. I know. I got you, Joe. Fake news. Yeah. Everybody. So <clears throat> we were talking a little bit earlier about. 
politics because you both have an interesting political background. You're very into politics. Mm -hmm. And so so tell me a little bit about that. We'll, We'll recap a little bit of what we were talking about. But I'd love to hear, you know, what's your kind of view on it? And then you had a lot of interesting insights of where you were kind of saw your political view and then that changed and kind of correlated with religion, too. So I'd love to kind of dig a little bit into that. For sure. Do you want to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm not sure exactly where you want me to start, but um, I – oh, sure. Yeah, I can get closer. So, um, well, yeah. Maybe – sorry. Okay. Let me ask you – probably that was a really yeah, yeah, like, yeah. vague question. Yeah, ask me a more specific question. Most people don't want to get into, like, politics. Yeah. And you have an interest in that field. Right. Like, even potentially a career in that. Right. And so why? Like, what interests you in that and – why maybe should others get interested in that if they aren't? But what makes you interested in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, yeah, when I think about, like, my future career, um, something that I really enjoy, like something I feel passionate about and something that I feel like myself when I'm doing it is public speaking. So I really enjoy mm-hmm. speaking in front of large crowds um, when I really have to, like, sit and think about a topic and come up with, um, like, ideas that I can share with other people that will inspire them. Um I really want to, like, do something that will affect others, you know? Um, so I thought, like, politics is a really good way to do that. And I'm also really passionate about politics. Um, I'm conservative, so I'll just, like, <laughs> blanket statement, lay that out there. So I'm super conservative, and I, I see the way, like, our world, and especially our country, is going very opposite of that. And okay. I find that a lot of conservative views are getting um, just squashed um, because of just like strong opinions that people can't seem to conquer. And so um, I just really have been interested in getting into politics so that I can change it, which mm. um, is pretty a pretty bold statement, I feel like. I think it would be really hard, especially as just one person, to like change the entire political direction of a country. But um, I think that... But that's still cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, sure. That's like big thinking, you know? That's like thinking, like, I can do something big and massive. Yeah, so for sure. Awesome. And I think that, you know, it, it, it starts with one person. And mm. if you can change a lot of minds by being intelligent and really knowing your stuff. Right. And um, also just, like, being very personable. I think that a lot of people look for connection, especially in politicians, somebody that cares about them. And um, I really like people. I genuinely care about people. And so um, I just want to help. Mm. And so, yeah, I, I, I just think that um, the world is a really scary place, and I, I'd love to change that. I think our, our government is really corrupt at this point, mm. um, and I would really like to be an honest politician. I think that a lot of people are looking for that these days because um, we were talking about this earlier, how, like, basically every politician – becomes corrupt one way or another, what, no matter what side you're on. Mm-hmm. Either side, right. it seems like um, politicians often become corrupt, which is what kind of makes me wary about becoming a politician because I feel like it's very um, difficult. Right. You don't want to get know. stuck in that. I don't want to get stuck. Yeah, I don't want to get dragged into right. tricky situations. And, and we talked about that of just like you're placed in a lot of tricky situations. That is what leads to a lot of politicians being corrupt. So I really have this like really grandiose idea of being like, a very trusted politician, somebody that people n- can understand mm-hmm. and I think makes politics very easy to understand because I think that a lot of people get confused and don't even want to have anything to do with politics right? because they don't even understand. They don't even get it. So I think just to simplify it and give people 
things straight up, not sugarcoat things. Mm-hmm. I'd love to be that person. Yeah. I think that that would be super fun. And, um, yeah, just getting to work with people. So I hope that answered your question. No, it definitely does. So, so okay, so Olivia is running for uh, president. Yes. So give us your uh, – Scoville 20 uh, – gosh, how, when am I old enough? 20, oh, how old do you have to be? 20, 35. You have to be 35. Right? So 20, 15 years. So if I – so I my birthday is on 2000. So when it's 2035, I'll be 35. How, 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 what's the age gap between us? I'm I'm 23. How old are you? Oh, so I'm 20. Okay, so three years different. So 38, 20, 38? 20, 38. That's when you can run. Hopefully I don't say anything on this podcast that, like, deters my future. Yeah, they pull it up. (laughs) Blackmail in the future. They're like, you... You said be... <laughs> this when you were 20 on the Maddie McCurdy podcast, I get a and DM. you're canceled. I get a DM Literally. 2038. Hey, can you pull that down, please? Can you, <laughs> <laughs> can you so delete true. that? Like, can this be gone off the face of the earth? No. So if if you were running today, though, okay, let's just role play this a little oh, bit. Oh, gosh. You're running today. I come to you. I'm like, hey, you're running for, for, for president. What's your, what's your pitch to the people? Shoot. I'm not that into it. Oh, I feel I feel like you've got some. I feel like you got it. Like, I'm just trying to. to well, I'm just trying to think of like like very controversial topics mm. right now that like people are. Good. That's what I was hoping for. Oh gosh. Okay. Um. What's like something controversial that I have an opinion on? What do you not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true. Legalize marijuana. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I'm just gosh. Kidding. <laughs> Yeah, that's your thoughts on that. Um, what are my thoughts on legalizing yeah. marijuana? That's stupid. Mm, okay. I well, Please. And I – what I find very difficult is, like, I also feel very strongly about, like, people having agency, for sure. Like, I mm. think that's super – a super important part of, like, the plan. Right. Like, God's plan. And so, like, I believe in letting people choose, but I think that things like that affect a lot of other people. So I think that a lot of – the liberal agenda at this point is you do you, you do things that benefit you, that make you happy, and don't even think about what how the it affects other people. Right. Yeah, the cost for even how it affects other people or you in the future. I think that you know the mindset is like right here, right now. What's going to bring me joy? Mm. Joy, joy, right? Yeah, and that so, short-term happiness, right? Short-term happiness, exactly, and. Like, for an example of, like, legalizing marijuana, like, honestly, in the grand scheme of things, like, a very small-scale issue. But I just think that, like, it's just a bad idea. Right. Because you're compensating your own mind. You can't think. You, like, like, I guess you could if you, like, just smoke a little bit of weed. But really, like... I think that our world has become a really sad place just because people rely on outside forces to bring them happiness when they can't find it within. Right. And so I think that people aren't willing to work hard enough to find happiness within themselves. Mm. And in a in a lot of people don't have a purpose, and so they try to mask that mm-hmm. by outside forces like marijuana. Interesting. Um, so I think that, you know, legalizing marijuana is just a bad idea because – it's not going to benefit anybody in the long run, but at the same time, if somebody wants to choose to do that, fine, but it will eventually bring down our entire society because it's right. melting people's brains. Mm-hmm. So, Right. So it's like agency, but at the same time, like 
why give us one more thing to turn to rather than actually solving problems? Exactly. Yeah. Like, let's some, find some purpose and some meaning in life and, like, really figure out why we're here and what we should be doing every day and what brings us happiness and what brings us joy. Mm-hmm. And then our society would be a lot better instead of, okay, this will give me a quick fix. Right. One thing I feel like that isn't talked about enough in politics, especially, is I feel like more often than not, I feel like there's like a little buzzing noise going on. Hold on. Um, that's what happens when I get my cords all tied. More often than not, like, I feel like we have a mental like health crisis more than totally. anything else, right? We have like a mentality problem and probably things that through like, Obviously, like, there are, like, hormonal imbalances, mental health challenges. But I think a lot of it, too, is when you don't feel – when you don't know who you are – and I was talking to – I don't remember who I was talking to. I was at lunch with somebody the other day, and they were talking about when you don't know who you are, you're going to have mental health crises. Totally. And you're going to have – you're not going to be happy. But when you really know who you are and you truly know, like, what you're capable of and who you can be, those problems start to go away because you have that confidence within. You know who you are, and, you know, you're not worried about – Oh, Joe on social media is doing this, and that's so much better than my life. My life is horrible, but, but, but you know, right. like you don't fall into those traps nearly as much. Obviously, you will still like things happen, but For sure. so I think that is something that like doesn't get brought up enough. And then people are trying to find escapes to run to. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Well, and I think that it's especially easy as like um, say a religious person to find a purpose in life. Like I'm a religious person, so I like that's where I find my purpose. And so I feel like there's like a genuine meaning to my life, and I can actually do something that matters. Um, and I think that you know our society is not religious anymore. Like mm. it used to be like one nation under God, all of that. No right. more. That doesn't exist anymore. And and so many people are atheist, and which is like sad to me. But like whatever. That's right. that's their opinion, and and that's okay. And I like in like the example of running for president. Obviously, I'd want to run for president and help people who are religious or not religious. But I think that everybody, whether you're religious or not, can find a purpose and a meaning in life just by the fact that you're here. Because there's no way it it was an accident that you're here, even if we do just cease to exist at the Mm -hmm. end of this life you can at least find purpose in your life by helping other people. Right. And I think that's what we're missing a lot these days is that we're thinking a lot about ourselves and what we want and what matters to us instead of what matters to other people and how we treat each other. Mm. And I think that, like, this this is a quote from President Nelson, prophet of the church. He says, how we treat each other really matters. And I think that's such a simple statement, Mm. but is across the board whether you're religious or not matters how we treat each other really matters and i think that that could change a lot about our society Interesting, and the yeah. way we look at other things when right. we realize that we have an impact on other people's lives and i think that can give us a lot of purpose yeah yeah i i, I don't think people realize like that their decisions have an effect mm-hmm. you know whether they're big or small but um and Sophie, you mentioned you, you talked a lot Well, on the questionnaire and then earlier when we were talking, you talked a lot about how you feel strongly about mental health advocacy. And so I'm kind of curious to hear your thoughts on that, you know, specifically. Like what yeah. is your kind of feelings towards that? And, and you have a little background in it as well. Yes, I do. Yeah, I'd love to talk about that. Um, so I, from a very young age, was a very anxious child. Um, it really, really affected me growing up, like mm-hmm. – 
like I have vivid memories of I don't know if this is something that's specific to me but I remember being in seventh grade and hearing about the is it the Yellowstone like volcano volcano, yeah that like if it explodes at any minute then the whole world is whole yeah Mm -hmm. I had a three-hour panic attack that day like I was shaking I cried in the bathroom I called my mom and you're like, we're That's screwed. Just an <laughs> we're, we're doomed. Done. <laughs> we're, it's going like, to explode right now because I'm thinking about it. Exactly. <laughs> and it was just very, like, my mind didn't process. No, like, I literally, I remember being on the lunch table. I was like, why are you guys not freaking out? We have to do something. But but everyone else just like, chill. Oh, did and stop. I, and I never, oh. oh, sorry. Okay, we're good again. Okay. Keep going. I never understood why other people were so okay with the unknown, and it, it was never, like, social anxiety. I had, like, good friends in, like, junior high and as a kid, um, but it was mostly weird things like that where I'd just be, like, overly anxious over things that just didn't matter. Um, come, like, eighth grade, freshman year, sophomore year, um, I became very depressed, um, it, it didn't stem from anything that I can think of. Um, like, looking back, there's there wasn't a specific point where I was like, oh, yes, like, that triggered that de- depression or whatever. Um, but it just it just happened. I just, I wanted to isolate myself. I didn't want to talk to people. Like, I'd be at family parties, and I'd just run to the bathroom and just sob because I, I just hated myself. I, I really did. And... There, I had never felt that way, but it was some something happened where I just despised myself, and it was it was just a struggle because I I thought why get out of bed why better myself because you know I hate myself I don't want to want to put myself around other people I wouldn't want to be around me I don't want to be me um so yeah that just like years of struggling with that um. And I love I love my mom so much, but she <laughs> we heart Darcy. I love my mom so much, um, but the the thing is, like I, I was talking about this earlier with you guys, like that side of my family is very conservative and very like grit, you know, suck it up. Your problems are kind of in your head, like like come on, like you're just you feel this way because you slept in today, <laughs> like. Things like that was kind of the agenda that I was, like, given. Right. Like, that was what was handed to me. Yeah, very much just get it solved. Like, just you're fine. Just get it solved. It's in your head. Yeah. Right? Which maybe some of it was. I don't know. I don't blame my brother or my family or anyone for that. Um, but that that was tough for me to hear as, you know, a person that was just a happy-go-lucky kid. And, I mean, yeah, I had anxiety still, but I never had experienced that, like, want to isolate myself. Hmm. And I loved people. I loved everything. Like, I loved life. And then just, like, it was just one day I just... Was there something specific that kicked it off, you think? Or was it just kind of like... Well, like I said, I can't think of anything that did. Yeah. I have no clue. I think it just was when I started to mature, um, my brain started developing more. I don't know. That's the only thing Just I seeing life differently, of. kind of. Yeah, yeah okay. probably. Yeah, so there was that. I remember... Um, um, Elder Holland is that what you say? Apostle Elder, Elder Holland. Holland. Yeah. yeah. I always, I always second guess how I address mm-hmm. the apostles because they're always different. Anyways, he has a um a conference talk called a broken vessel. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. 
which I absolutely love. I hold that really close to my heart because um, that was, I remember watching that. I, I remember it was Christmas Eve. I was at my grandma's house and I was just, I was hiding in the bathroom crying again because I felt so, so unhappy and I couldn't figure out why. Like a, a 13, 14 year old girl on Christmas should not be unhappy for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surrounded by people that I love, um, but it, like I said, it's just, it's just the way my brain took the information. Um, and I remember just being at a loss and I went into the scripture library app and I was like, depression. <laughs> and then and that, and that so came true. up <laughs> and I watched that and it just, I felt so much like pure love for myself. Like I felt Christ's love for me in that moment. And I thought that's exactly how I felt was like a broken vessel, Mm. which, which makes it worse is thinking like, Oh my gosh, there's something wrong with me. Like how dare I be upset on Christmas around my family? Like, and, and then it's just a cycle. It's a very sad cycle. Um, so anyway, I remember watching that, that talk and that was the first time that I remember being like, maybe this isn't my fault and maybe I do need to do something about this. Mm. Um, so that was when I kind of like tried to bring it up to my parents. It kind of worked, you know, like I talked to some other family members that had struggled with it and that helped a little bit. Um, but I continued to just kind of work on it myself. Um, there was one day, um, the day that I went and got help was I was driving to school. I was crying the whole way. I could not go in. Like, I could not go in. Looking back, now that I've kind of healed from that phase, it's so interesting to see that side of yourself because I haven't been there in a long time. I, I It's almost like, how how could you be so upset that you couldn't just walk into high school? Like, like a regular kid. Like, just go to school. Um, anyway, so I called my dad and he took me to the psychiatrist that day, um, which I'm so grateful for. Like that, I think that moment, my dad was like, Hey, she needs help. Um, so anyway, um, got diagnosed with depression and anxiety that day, um, which was very good to hear, um, validation for that. And, you know, got, got some help and I definitely healed from it. And so, um, it's something that I was very grateful to have people around me that had experienced that before and mm-hmm. were willing to help me. Yeah. Um, which I know that a lot of people don't have. Um, so that's why I'm so big on the advocacy for it is because I know exactly what it's like to be, you know, in the bottom of the valley, just absolutely lost. And you get to a really scary place mentally where you think like, maybe I shouldn't exist anymore. And that's a really scary thought to have as a young kid and you don't know what to do about it. And I think something that's so important to me is like being, being someone, being known as someone that someone else can go to. Mm-hmm. Um, there've been a couple times that, um, I don't know why this has happened to me, but there's been a couple times where I was like either at seminary or at school or at a church event or something and I've seen someone sitting outside, like, crying, like, sitting by themselves. This yeah. has probably happened, like, four or five times. And every single time, I've gone up to them and talked to them. And a couple of those times, it was someone that didn't know why they felt that way. 
and I explained like, hey, I know it's hard to believe, but I am actually, you wouldn't guess it, but I do have clinical depression and I know how you feel right now and I know how scary it is. Mm -hmm. And like, I just want you to, like, you don't know me at all. Like, I know I'm just a stranger that walked up to you, but like, like, my name's Sophie. You can, here's my number if you need anything, like, like I'm here for you. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's, that's an additional blessing that came from that trial in my life is being able to share that light with someone else and be that person for someone else. Um, I share September is a suicide prevention month and I'm very vocal about that kind of thing on my Instagram. Um, so in the link in my Instagram, I have Church of Jesus Christ and then I have the happiness project. Um, the happiness project is a company that, um, was formed from these people who had a friend named Nick. He committed suicide and they basically made that organization for, um, suicide prevention. And Mm. I think they have a lot of good resources and information on there. Um, that's a good resource to go to if you're curious more about that, but that's awesome. So what, like what helped you specifically, like what were kind of the pillars of like, as you, I'm sure you, you know, obviously you went to the doctor and and they were like, oh, you have, you know, depression, anxiety, Mm -hmm. but obviously from there, it's a journey of like, how do I kind of, what steps do I take? So what really helped you, you know, obviously it sounds like you had faith and the gospel Mm -hmm. and things to kind of fall back on. And that was interesting too. Like even you mentioned like on Christmas day or was it Christmas day? Yeah. Okay. Christmas day, you know, you opened the scriptures and are looking like, you know, so you had that foundation to fall back on, but obviously not everyone has that, you know, they Mm -hmm. either don't, don't have that or they've never been introduced to faith or whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, what were like, maybe what were some of the things that really helped you? Yeah, definitely. And again, like you said, not a lot of people have that. And, um, which is another reason why I'm pretty vocal about it because, you know, luckily I'm a part of a church that recognizes mental health and especially nowadays they're, they're really talking about it and opening up those conversations, which I think is so important. Um, cause people with depression have had depression or like people, the human race has had mental illnesses forever. Um, but it's so important that like, we're finally talking about it mm-hmm. and it's, yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, so I guess what really helped me was being honest in how I felt, um, really being able to say, like, I have depression. Like, saying that out loud is a huge deal, like, because I always wanted to be able to solve it. Right. But, like, surrendering to it a little bit and just being like, it's okay that I am at a loss here. And right. there's people around me that are willing to support me. Um, so, let's see, what helped me? I guess, like, taking, doing what my doctors told me to do mm-hmm. and, you know, different methods of, you know, medication and, you know, whatever it may be. Um, I feel like getting, if, it depends on how bad it is. I'm not, I'm not a psychiatrist or anything, but, like, once you get on medication, you kind of are able to see the world and yourself in a way where it's, like, you can kind of pull back the layer of, like, sadness right leveling out a little bit yeah Yeah. you definitely level out a little bit and you can you're able to recognize the the patterns that you had before and why those were negatively affecting you so i was able to realize oh just isolating myself wasn't 
wasn't just a symptom of like depression it was actually really really contributing to it Mm. um you know like humans weren't meant to sit in a dark room all day right not at all and that's just what i wanted to do and so um so i think definitely like forcing myself to be social or go out in nature read a book um get a hobby like those are all great great things that can vastly improve your life like as a person with depression or anxiety Mm. um just yeah just making sure that you're staying staying leveled out and yeah yeah answer your question (laughs) no no it definitely does yeah because i think yeah it's it's very much and i don't know i and it's that's the hard part is like i think everyone at times can feel depressed Mm -hmm. or anxious or Mm -hmm. feel those emotions and some of those are like Obviously, we have those emotions in us, mm-hmm. but it's the at what level are you feeling it? How long do you feel it for? Mm-hmm. Is there a break from that? And do you level back out? Right. Mm-hmm. And so and so just in talking to people, you know, like a common theme I've heard often is, you know, obviously it's kind of that self-acceptance. Right. And mm-hmm. realizing like I'm like, OK, with who I am. Right. Mm-hmm. And then and then. And and this is I, I think the cool part about what you're saying too, and because not everyone does this, but taking like daily steps every day, taking action, yeah. going, you know what, I'm going to you go have out to and work at it. You right. have to want to get better. Yeah. Some people can enjoy sitting in that kind of misery because they think, oh, like this is just how I am. They mm. told me this is how I am, so there's nothing I can do to change it. But you have to want it. Yeah. You have to want to be a happy person, and it's not easy. I mean. Like, I've literally had to, like, pick up myself and go, like, on a hike Mm -hmm. because I know that it's going to, like, boost my serotonin levels or whatever it is, like, so much more. Right. And I'm just going to be a happier person. So much easier for me to just stay in bed. Um, But, yeah, you have to definitely, like, work for it, I'd say. Well, and you both seem, like, very, like, take-action-oriented type people. Mm -hmm. And so what can you do when – um, cause I've noticed this a lot is like some people, they have an issue and it's almost like they let that issue become their personality. Mm-hmm. They let that issue define who they are and then it like becomes a part of them. And so they never leave it. So how can you like, how do you not fall? Like, how do you not fall into that? And then also like, what gives you guys that drive to like take action and, not just, you know, like you said, not just be like, oh, I'm just going to do the easy thing and just stay inside and lay on the bed or what, or lay on my couch. Like what, what drives you guys as people? I know it's kind of a, kind of a, I have a deep that's question, a deep question, but I have for sure. answer. go for it. Yeah. So for me, um, it's always been, um, so I, I, this is a completely kind of sharp left, but I have, um, my biggest goal in life is to be a wife and a mother and, Sometimes if if I don't feel like, you know, doing something like going to the gym or cleaning my room or whatever it may be, it's like what kind of person do I want to be for, like, my future family mm. or, like, future husband, I guess you could say. Yeah. Which is kind of cheesy, but it, it's something that really motivates me. Um, it's just keeping an eye on, like, my goal and also just, like, who I want to be as a person. Right. Um. I think, like, I've gone through a lot of I've, – I've definitely learned that you are the result of, like, the work you put in. Mm. And if you don't 
like don't be upset that you ended up like not the person you wanted to be so right take accountability for it oh yeah yeah definitely yeah um so yeah, you can just tip it back like, yeah turn this way. Like, forgot about there it is yeah oh. here oh you good there it is all right um yeah so i think just learning from experience of like you know action and then result yeah of watching myself on days where I'm just not doing anything and I feel unmotivated and I sit in that unmotivation and don't do anything and then I feel like crap and Mm. then I have days where I do feel motivated and so I do stuff and then I feel really good at the end of the day and so I feel like I've gotten pretty good about understanding that when I'm feeling that lack of motivation I need to overcome that and I think that Every single human being has the capability to overcome that thought process. Mm. And I do think that there's a difference between feeling depressed sometimes and feeling anxious and having depression and mm-hmm. having anxiety for sure. I, I had a friend who really struggled with that, and I remember talking about it with them and comparing it to, like, cancer or something because it's literally a disease. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mental health issues are literal diseases. And oftentimes, like Sophie said, people – make those their personalities they're like well i'm depressed and so that's just who i am do you guys it's not i'm, I'm sorry do you guys yeah. think like do you think there's more like an increase of mental health challenges or like we just weren't aware of it because i know that's like a thing brought up a lot is like oh well there's so much more like so many more people seem to be having anxiety right. depression these type of issues coming up do you think it's just a fact of you know we just have access to more information or is, do you think there's something actually kind of leading to that I think it's a little bit of both. It's kind of like nature versus nurture. It's like, was, is it, it it kind of, how, like, I feel like social media and, like, people being on social media at such a younger age Mm. and, like, social media just being Mm -hmm. so much more present has definitely led to an increase. Um, So I think it's that. And then also, like, people are just more willing to speak up about it. People feel more comfortable. But I think it's a little bit of both. What do you think, Liv? Um, that's a really good question. <laughs> I, I think I have a very specific opinion on this, except I don't know a lot about it, but I think that there is not as like more mm-hmm. like we think like, oh, there's like, or like, what am I trying to say? I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't, I don't think that people have been, uh, I don't know how to formulate this thought. I kind of get what you're saying, though. I kind of see what you're saying. Because it is very much – there's a phrase that I heard, and I'm, I'm going to butcher this. Um, it's like – oh, gosh. Um, it's like weak men lead to, like, a weak society, mm-hmm. which then builds strong men, and strong men build yes. a strong society, yes. which then breeds weak men. Yes. Which right. then, So it's like the cycle, right? It's a cycle, yes. exactly. And I think that we've gotten ourselves into kind of a tricky – situation because we talk about mental health so much which is important for the group of people who do actually struggle with those things but it's not helpful in the sense that a lot of people are claiming to have those issues when they don't actually and I think that the biggest problem about that is that so many people are claiming now to have anxiety and depression when they really don't, they just feel those feelings. Mm. And so yeah. it it's like, like it's like the boy who cries wolf. So people yeah. who actually have those problems are like get taking less visibility. Get yeah. less visibility, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it's 
it's not helpful for them at all. Mm-hmm. Like I can say that like I've felt anxious before in my life. I've had like bouts of depression probably right. for weeks, months at a time. But I would never say that I'm clinically depressed because I think that that would completely overshadow Sophie saying that she's literally diagnosed by a doctor to have clinical depression. Right. So I think that, you know, there isn't necessarily a rise in actual depression. Mm-hmm. It's just a rise in people claiming. claiming that they do because they feel comfortable enough to say that because they know that somebody will reach out. But I think that we need to stop labeling it in a more serious way than sometimes it actually is, I guess. Mm, it's yeah. kind of become like a buzzword. It's a buzzword. Right. Exactly. It's like, a buzzword. No other like actual illness really has become like a buzzword. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's yeah, like, like it's, I totally know what you mean. interesting, like, yeah, just, like, how that's played out. Well, when people are so eager to join, like, want to be a part of a community a something. or exactly. something, right? Exactly, And not just, like, and I think part of that, that's also a little bit of a challenge of today is that people are scared to stand and be themselves mm-hmm. and be their own person. And so they're desperately trying to find, like, what can I, what can I connect to? Who can I, you know be a part of and yeah. what 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 are my who who am I so I'll connect to this and that becomes who I am sure. or like I have yeah. a challenge in my life and that's now me mm-hmm. the hard part is when you start connecting yourself to groups it's like now if you have a change of opinion you have and you see that a lot even with politics right For it's sure. like you go I'm all in liberal or democrat or I'm mm-hmm. all in republican conservative yeah. and nobody wants to hear the, any other opinions or sides because it's like well I just go with that so I, I don't know who I was talking to, but they mentioned this. They were like – I was asking. I was like, hey, well – because, you know, there's a – on the Democrat side, it's like uh, – they have like Robert RFK Jr. or whatever, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I've been listening to some of stuff. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Like he's got some different points of view. He's got mm-hmm. some good points, some ba- – you know, some things I don't agree with, but interesting, right? And then on the Republican side, you got, you know, all the different people. But, um, but I was talking to him and I, and I was just asking. I was like, so like – have you heard about this guy? And he's like, oh, I would never – I would never vote Democrat. I would never even go. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, OK. Like, you know, I not to not to bash his view. You know, obviously he's right. got his stances. But, you know, I was like – that's just – sometimes we get into that mindset of, OK, this is my clan. This is my community. And right. I don't – I don't step outside my box. Right? Well, and you have to believe every single thing that those people believe. And I, I wish that it was more common in our society today to change our minds mm. or or to not know. I wish that that was more mm-hmm. common. That's something that I learned a lot on my mission of when I was teaching people yeah. and they would ask me a hard question. I honestly found great joy out of saying, I don't know. Because nobody says that anymore. Nobody says, I don't know. You have to, like, come up with some sort of answer. You have to, like, come up with some sort of opinion on the spot. But I just think it should be okay to say, you know what? I don't know. I should look into that more. Mm -hmm. Or, you know what? I had an opinion on this this way, but I learned more about it from these resources, and I changed my mind. Mm. And it should be okay to change our minds. And I also think that it should be okay to not subscribe to every opinion of anybody i think that's what's really separating our country right now of like you know trump and biden for example like the whole president presidency mm-hmm. like i'm a conservative i like a lot of trump's ideas does not mean i agree with probably even half of what trump so has true. done in his life like that's what people say, say they're like oh you believe it like you like trump like you wanted to elect trump didn't you know that he did this and this and this and i'm like okay well right. he did those things in his personal life i would never do that but I like his ideology. Right. And there are just 
you know, a majority of things that Biden would say that I didn't like. So I'm going to go for this guy because I think he's going to lead our country well. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to make the same choices. Right. Is, we were talking about this earlier about yes, Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift actually. That's what we were talking thinking. about Taylor Swift earlier. <laughs> and yes. I think there's Are you both like, Swifties? I'm not a Swiftie. You're no, not a Swiftie. I would, okay. No, I huge wouldn't. Huge Swiftie. Huge Swiftie. <laughs> I would not claim myself as a Swiftie just because I honestly, like, oh, don't love her music that much. Like, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, like, that's, I'm really sorry to say that's that. Okay. But, like, I just don't love her music that much, and that's what makes me not a Swifty. Uh-huh. But I also think that it's absolutely ridiculous that people get shamed for being Swifties because of political choices yeah. or personal mm. life choices that Taylor yeah. Swift makes. Like, right. just because Taylor Swift supported, like, an abortion right or something yeah. doesn't mean that anybody who likes her music likes right. that or sure. supports that. Because... That's her own personal choice. It's like her sometimes, job, like, whoever you like, like, it's like becomes their identity you. is, like, plastered on you. And it's exactly. like, whoa. Like, and it's like, whoa. Like, <laughs> she didn't. just sings, man. That's yeah. what I think. Like, you know what? You get paid millions of dollars to sing. Right. So sing. Yeah. Right. And if I like your singing, then <laughs> yeah. I will like your singing. Yeah. But if I don't like your singing, then I won't. But your political views shouldn't be that big of a deal to me. Exactly. Interesting. That's what I think. Yeah. I don't know. So what's your thoughts on – because, okay, so that's a really good – good point um and i'm curious like for example like this the bud light thing right yeah. where that whole ad and and then everyone you know what is it called boycotting is that what it is yeah, boycotting canceled, canceled yeah, yeah. and in some sense like on one hand i don't i don't think cancel culture is good because in a lot of senses because mm-hmm. you know it's like we gotta we gotta be able to people have got to be able to have freedom of speech they got to be able to state their opinion they've got to be able to you know, share their thoughts, and we got to be able to communicate, mm-hmm, right? Sure. But at the same time, you look at, um, you know, what, like, for example, what Bud Light did, where they're publicizing, putting it out there, and a lot of ways, too, like, because there's the, I, I don't know what it's called, is it a GED? Is that the, is that what it's called, the generalized? Yeah, like, if you don't get a high school, there's, like, a score. A no, okay, I, I used the wrong term. There's a score, oh. there's a score that, go, like, there's a government score that you get for being, you know, equality based and, you know, oh, having nice. enough people in your, no, I said it wrong. GED is like that. You're correct yeah, on that's, that. That's but yeah, there's like, I don't know what that's called. there's some sort I've of compliance. That. That, yeah. There's some sort, sort of score that businesses have to, yeah. Look, <laughs> yeah. Fact check me on that. Um, yeah. It's like an e, uh, EFG. It might be EFG, an EFG score, something like that. It, there's some term. Yeah. They get like a score for how like, how, how like politically correct they are. Correct. Interesting. Yeah. Which that whole Bud Light thing is very interesting because I feel like a lot of, oh, I just, I, what I hate about a lot of these things like mental health and homosexuality is a lot of them are so blown out of proportion just for the sake of publicity. Mm -hmm. So it overshadows people who actually claim those things. Right. And so like the whole Bud Light thing. What is it? ESG. ESG. Uh, Yeah. I think that's it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I like the whole Bud Light thing total marketing scheme for sure every every company that like the minute it hits june and rainbows are plastered everywhere stupid does not actually mean that you support homosexual people at all in any way and i just think that that was a interesting interesting marketing scheme because i think bud light should know their audience better Right. than that honestly Absolutely. yeah like, the college the, frat community the, coll- the like, conservative college frat community really yeah. Yeah. is liking like what was but their purpose there it also says a lot there? about like the pressure that like these businesses and people have like i mean like here's an example like my dad works from home and he works for like a an electrical company 
um, in like the financial department. But um, they made his computer screen, like the computer that the company gave him, they made his background like rainbow, like the rainbow oh, really? gay flag for all of Jude, and he couldn't change it. Yeah. And it's just like, that's not freedom of speech at all. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, my dad. On this, like, right? it's like forced they upon him, like, yeah. Forced, yeah. And it's like no one else liked it, but the company felt pressured to do a gesture, like, and there's no option to like disagree that. anymore. There's no right. option to disagree. Right. And if you the, do, it's just like because then you get in trouble or you're shunned or whatever it is, exactly. Yeah. And that's the problem is like any, any celebrity can say whatever they want. They can present any opinion they want because that's their freedom of speech. Personal but choice, the, right? Yeah, personal choice. But the minute anybody presents an opposite opinion and it's not, like, what they claim to be the majority and they get shunned for that, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, like, just as an example, like, Chris Pratt. I think Chris Pratt's really cool. Like, I don't know his actual, like, political stance, but right. I'm assuming he's conservative because he yeah. presents pretty conservative stuff. Pretty religious, conservative, pretty I believe religious, so, yeah. conservative, you know. And, like... That just gets shunned so much, which, like, go Chris Pratt for, like, still making it in this world mm-hmm. with having those ideas because right. nobody else is doing it, it seems like. But I just think everybody should have that option to present that opinion. Nobody should have to subscribe to those opinions when they like that person. But anybody should be able to speak freely of what they think. Right. So. Right. So, yeah, and that's, like, that's the differentiating line, right, is that mm-hmm. difference between – personal choice and then are those ideologies being forced upon you and if they are you know similar to like the Bud Light thing they're not really interested in like they don't really care it's all a marketing ad you know but then it's being kind of forced on their buyers right right? and so they're going well okay our personal choice then is to not buy this product exactly so I do think that's a good a good point is like Mm -hmm. that's the differentiating line Is, is it personal choice or is it kind of being forced upon you right. and affecting your personal choice yeah that's interesting yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. for sure it's very it's very like it's kind of scary to watch like just how fast the entire world can turn on someone mm. like it's Definitely. very i can't imagine like being on the other side of that like oh, lots sure. of celebrities i mean like james charles five years ago do you remember oh, that just, is he still around he is really kind of yeah i don't watch his stuff incredible but, but, like, he had millions of people just, like, like that, just turn on him and just, and then, and then, and then he made a rebuttal video, and then it was the opposite, and then everyone was supporting him again. It's, like, so, like, it, it's just if outrageous. I, if I have to read one more apology Instagram post or Enough. watch one more like, apology <laughs> YouTube video, yeah. I'm going to lose my freaking mind. Exactly. So because, annoying. Because, like, it becomes... It becomes such a black and white thing when humans are anything but that. Like, everyone is so diverse. Oh, sorry. Like, one sec. Sorry. You're good. Oh, you going to do me like that? out. Okay. Well, what are you going to leave in? My car? <laughs> How am I supposed to get home? Do you need a ride? Awkward. I have Mitchell for Mobile because we feel like going anywhere. Well, that's true, Here. but... <laughs> uh, can you... I can... Can you stay for like 10, 15 more minutes? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Fine. All right, sorry. You're good. Sorry, yeah, we're back. Go ahead. Ooh, what was I saying? Uh, I wanted to about... say, though, I think that has a lot to do yeah. with mental health, though, um, yeah. because of like where 
if you say you feel depre- depressed or you have anxious feelings, like, then instantly you have depression or you have anxiety. Yeah. No. It's okay to be normal. Normal. Not, and I don't not, even want to say, and I don't want to oh, say yeah, normal because okay, yeah, everybody's but... normal, but to not have a <laughs> mental disease. Yeah. Because in, in the fact, terms you of like, be like grateful that you don't. Well, right, like relating it to cancer, like you, yeah. you just because you have cancer doesn't mean that that's your entire personality. That everything about you, and yeah. everything you believe is the fact that like stands behind the fact that you have cancer. That's just something that happened to you, unfortunately, and you treat it. It's with like medication. It's almost like life's so easy. That we're like making up stuff Trying to find problems. To find stuff. I yeah, to we're be like upset about. Yeah. Yes. Like humans were not supposed to just be able to like get a hit of dopamine, just like. Well, and that's the thing. Right. Is life yeah. is so easy for us now that we try and create our own create problems because and it's, why, yeah. it's so simple. Yes. Everything is handed to us like that, and so why anytime anything is hard, watch so much trash TV. We want the drama. We, love that we drama. do. Everything else, we do. Like, like nothing else is going on, and it feels uncomfortable to be without something to solve. And so, that's. So what that's you're exactly. saying is, if men want to keep their woman, cause drama. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, no. Just Spice it up. Spice it up, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Be but, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. But just, just fight a little bit. A fake fight, right, you know? Like, just, yeah. just come up with things to fight about, but not too big of problems. Yeah, be like, I just texted your mom and I caused some issues, so now... <laughs> Now we got now something to yeah. and she's like, and she's like, oh boy. she's fired now up. We gotta, now gonna... we gotta solve this. Yeah, and yeah. Get into it, problem to solve. Well, I think that's a, that's like a like the nature of women. We just constantly yeah. want to have something to solve. Yeah. Well, we want to take care of things. Right. Want to mm. like, yeah. Most of us. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, most of us. <laughs> uh, most of them. But yeah, no, I think that. So many people are creating problems in their own life because they need that's where that's where a lot of people find their purpose Mm. is they think, you know, if I can find a problem, if I can find a reason that I'm the victim, that my life sucks, then I'll have a purpose. Then I'll have a meaning. Something will be real in life. And because because pain makes life real, like that's just the reality of it, Mm -hmm. that we can't feel joy without feeling pain. So I think that. You know, mm. people are like, you know, only cause pain so I can understand the opposite. But then they just get sucked yeah. into this rabbit hole of, right. like, constant pain, but they just do it to themselves. Mm. And a lot of people feed into it because people are like, oh, like, my life is so hard because of this. So now I'm depressed. People are like, oh, you're depressed. Like, let me just – no. Right. You're not depressed. Yeah. Just, like, think outside the box for a second. Have some motivation. Yeah. Well, and that has a lot to do with, like – Find something anim- you're passionate about. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That probably just means that you're, like, in a little bit of a rut and, like – you need to find something that sparks interest. Right. Yeah. Like, just like call, work hard. Call Serve someone. Call Serve your friend. someone. Find Service, someone yeah. who's actually struggling in their life and help yeah. them. Like, bake right. cookies and bring it to your neighbor. Exactly. Like, or, like, I promise you. I, that so will, true. Can I be yeah. that neighbor? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a problem just for that now. I, no, yeah, I'm like, I'm, yeah, this is going to be a big deal. Yeah. No, for I sure. Mean, like, like, me and my friend Josie, like, we had nothing to do. Like, yeah, what the heck, Josie? Where are you at? Yeah. yeah. She got invited, pulled she, you out. Know where she is? Where? She's on a date. Hey, Okay, all right, She's respect. She's taking her ice skating, so. Oh, that's kind of cute. We'll give her that. Yeah, so cute, right? We'll have to get her on and, and 
Can she just send can, us a clip of can the we ice just, skating? Ooh, to yeah. Can, can we FaceTime her and just ask no how it's going? Way. Yeah, let's let's cue her in. But while we're doing that, yeah, it's very much like we find purpose in these problems rather than solving problems to find purpose. It's like Definitely. completely well, opposite. And people have to think long term. That's the thing is nobody thinks long term anymore. So that's True. like why the unemployment rate is way up yeah. and nobody's getting college degrees anymore because people are like, well, I want something that's going to make me happy now. And right. so they never think. Well, maybe I should like spend four years at college studying because that's going to be really Definitely. hard. and I'm not going to have fun, but Definitely. in 20 years I could have a boat and a mansion. Like right. nobody Definitely. thinks that way anymore. Right? If you took your yeah, yeah. it's very in the moment. Nobody but, saves money anymore. But that's Literally. the thing, even with like like yeah, social so. media too. It's like so. we live so much in this little bubble of instant information, instant For everything. Sure. And yeah. I was I heard this thing. Oh, did she answer? No. Oh man, we got dodged Lame. twice. She, Try Darcy She's again. She's canceled. We can't. We can't take two. We gotta. We gotta get Darcy oh, now because if we get rejected twice on the, that's just that's harsh. But um, yeah, I was listening to this thing where with like TikTok, for example, mm-hmm. China, I believe they actually like have a bunch of limitations on. Their ki- oh, is Darcy on? Do we on? have Darcy? Darcy. We have Darcy. You are live on, oh, they're at Chili's. No way. Oh, Welcome Chili's. to Chili's. What did you get? On the... What does she have? What up? Hey, yo. You're live. What did we want to ask? Oh. Yeah, it was... Hello. That's my dad. What are you guys getting at Chili's? What, did you, what was your order? It's like... Oh, that's not good. Oh, man. So Can we get on that church Chili's, Wi-Fi real quick? What, yeah, tell seriously. Tell what you guys get at Chili's. The um, old timer with cheese. Yeah, he nice. did. Yeah, he did. And uh, it's a three for me. It's a three for me. Three for me. He's getting a deal there. That's the deal. What? What is yeah. it? What's in the three for me? Well, it's like ten dollars for like you get like an appetizer and a drink. Yeah, three for me. You get a oh, side. Shoot. You get an entree. You get a drink. Are we going? Very. For how much? Are we going to Chili's after this? Let's go to Chili's. I think we have to. Like, we literally have to. What? Connor has to wait because we're going to Chili's. Is that your boyfriend? Yeah. But she did kiss him. (gasps) Ayo! She's kissing Connor! Oh, that's why... Because of the... Okay. Oh, the lip fillers. Yeah, do you want to ask her? I do call my mother mama still. That's kind of cute, though. And I call my dad daddy sometimes. As you should. Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) We all think it every time, though. (laughs) I kind of retired that one, but mama is always mama. Um, We were wondering, I I spilled the tea that you got lip filler. Respect. You, you do you. What? Did it hurt, and did you like it? Yeah. Okay. It so hurt, true. It was worth it. Do no you think more it made CD your lips, lips look really good? My dad's just fine. He has no idea. <laughs> I, do. I just get a lip flip now, which is just Botox around your lips, and so it makes your lips pop out without doing a filler. Should we show her on the camera? Yeah, can we get a little, like, smoochy yeah, face? A little face? A little duck lips? <laughs> your dad's like, yeah. He's like, He's like, I like it. I, I'm glad you spent my money on <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good call. <laughs> okay, wait. This is my mama. We because on the podcast we were talking about you we were talking about Botox and plastic surgery, and I was like, my mom. Yeah. Like, Matt's considering some yeah. plastic surgery. Some I've got an early onset lip 
loss. So, yeah. we. I think we started with the Kardashians, and then we ended we up there. That's true. Hello. Oh, the shot glass. I wish I we could grow a beard that, like that. We? Yeah. Well, mm. I'm trying so hard to grow a beard right now, and it's I can not tell. working. My dad is the greatest beard. I know. That's a salt. Ouch. <laughs> That's a solid beard. They all do it, though. All right. Well, a little bit, yeah. Like, I literally, like, put on beard oil and stuff to try and get it to go. I know. Hey, at least you're trying. I'm put trying. Some effort there. Yeah, I'm t- I take action. As you should. Okay. I know. Okay, see you at Chili's. I grow hair everywhere else. That's that's the sad part. Everywhere else grows fine, except my face. (laughs) Like if I could, I'm like, can I transplant from like my chest, like up to my face a little bit, or or like my legs? My legs super hairy. Like what's up with that? Do you ever shave your legs? I have because I did swim. Yeah. I do that regularly, actually. Because I don't like it. I just like feel. You know, I think. I don't know if it was my brother or one of his friends, but whoever it was used to shave just, like, when the ankle socks were in, just up to the ankle sock because they didn't <laughs> like the feeling of the hair in the ankle. Like, high what socks. What a wimp. No, it wasn't Cisco. It was probably Preston. Preston, Preston yeah. Brayden. Brayden Preston. I'm yeah. sorry. What was his name? Uh, it was probably Preston. Preston? You need to you need to grow up, man. Yeah. That's just... that's just. Put, that's he's got to put some hair on his chest. Yeah, that's what he needs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every time Truly. you take him off, you have the you have the sock <laughs> you line. Have the line. You have a permanent sock, sock line. line. <laughs> and he I did. That was the worst part. Ankle sock tan lines that summer. That is commitment, though. Wow. That's commitment to always wear longer socks. Oh, every day, 120 degrees outside. They were wearing ankle socks and sandals. There was a time though where that was like oh, all absolutely. you should wear. My brother literally bought me Nike slides just because he was embarrassed by the fact that I didn't own any. I remember that. Literally. That's embarrassing. They were pink. It was super humiliating for me, honestly. Yeah. Like, the fact that I had the audacity to walk around and not Nike slides. Yeah, how dare you? Yeesh. Yeah. How dare you? I actually hate that look. Remember the, do you That's guys really remember bad. the era where every guy was wearing, like, the bright colored Nike basketball socks? Stop. Yes. Oh, I was a part of that. You were? Yo, yeah. That's I had, not surprising. I had everything. Like, I had purple. blue ones, purple. I had oh, orange. Yeah. I had, like, I had these LeBron ones oh, that were, like, purple with, like, pink lightning down the side. I was crushing. You know what? I was crushing on the basketball court, style-wise. All the way. That's fire. Yeah. No, for real. I was. I crushed Please. it on the basketball bench. That was it. <laughs> but style-wise, style, style wise, I was up there. Yeah. I was fitting in. Yeah, it's bad just coaches. Just because you were the you were the gorilla, that's what that's, the problem was. That did okay. No joke. When I, I was playing, oh, and well, they already like, let you do so many things. Really but like, yeah, yeah, it's like the only way that school like thrives is based off that policy uh-huh. of letting everyone do everything. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, yeah, I was on the basketball team, and then I started doing all the sports stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had like there was one night where. There was there was total total conflict, but I was yeah. the only one who could do the sports stuff. So I told my coach, I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna do this instead." Never forgave me. I never got good playing time after that. Which, Ooh, frankly, I didn't get good playing. Play- no, <laughs> no. So that's why I chose. So yeah, coach, if you're listening, I chose that because you never played me well before. Yeah, you were an L coach. Yeah. Who was it? Um, he was he. He wasn't – no, no. He was an outside guy. Like, I don't even oh, remember his name. Gotcha, they they gotcha. brought him in that one year, and then he, they got rid of him the oh, next. okay. Yeah, so he was, like, a toll in, in, in the middle guy. We should have a podcast on just, like, how 
On just heritage, 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 heritage culture. culture. So I, heritage lore, I truly, work in heritage, so I don't know if I want to get fired. Happened. Yeah, yeah I don't want to lose my job. So you work for heritage? Yeah, I'm, I'm the girls' varsity basketball coach at Queen Creek. Shut up! Yeah. Is, are you joking? Uh, Incredible. October. Are you excited? But yeah, yeah. I was just at, I was just doing play by play for the football team, uh-huh. like on the mic and stuff, and um, a bunch of like the girls there for the team were there, and they're like. Are you coming back to coach? I was like, yeah, I'm coming back. Uh, yeah, I'm coming back, ladies. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's hype. All the boys' basketball team was like, oh my gosh, Matt McCurdy, he's so hot. Yeah, I don't wow. know why they call me, what do they call me? Coach McCakey. Oh. Which I don't think is a fitting name because I really don't have any yeah, cake. Oh. And like, I'm not <laughs> built like that. Yeah. The hot coach. That's true. Oh. That's a good name. The men's. Okay. You said it like you said it like as if it's not true. Okay. That's hurtful. Okay. I, okay, I can't grow a beard. Thank you. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> you're like I only want bearded men with cowboy vibes, right? <laughs> Country yeah. vibes. That's what you're going no for. Comment. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No comment. I don't know no. why we're all looking at you now. I know. <laughs> like, give us something good. I also had Juicy Mama. That was the other nickname. Oh, yeah, Juicy Mama. But, like, Juicy Mama. Oh, yeah, where do they come up with this stuff? Can they make t-shirts? They, I that hope should be so. their team t-shirt. That would it's be just good. Not their names on the back of the shirt. We just all the names that came up. Games. Came up for you. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'll let you guys. I'll. I'll... Juicy, Juicy G. Juicy G, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they were just giving each other nicknames. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think I like. I didn't know how coaching girls would be. Because yeah. I've played like on guys' teams, you know, right. so you get a vibe for that. But I then, <laughs> yeah, I'm actually trans, so I played on the nice, <laughs> just playing. Um, but I, uh, what was I even saying? Oh, so I went to like one of the like the community college coaches, and I was like, so mm-hmm. you know, how is it with coaching girls? Like, what do I need to know? And he was like, well, first of all, like they very much are trusting. So, like, mm-hmm. for example, like, don't tell them, like, work hard and you'll get playing time. And then you don't even, like, you just play favorites even if they don't show up and work hard. Yeah. Like, he was like, guys, for the, for the most part, like, it's not good to do. But they'll, like, if a guy's not really working hard but he's definitely the best player, like, yeah. guys are like, well, I'm not as talented as him. So it makes sense. It's, but he's like, girls, girls are like, they will just stop working for it because they're like, he's like, I can't trust this coach. Oh, for know? sure. Which I thought was interesting. I was well, like, and the fact that, like, just, like, the fact that you are a male who is only, like, what, five years older than them? Yeah. And yeah. they call you Juicy Mama. If you don't give them playing time, they're instantly going to be like, oh, my gosh. Like, he hates me. He thinks yeah. I'm ugly yeah. and right. stupid. And we're not getting married anymore because right. all of them think they're going to marry you. They all sure. think that they're going to marry you. Oh, 100%. They've, I, yeah. All of them have tried your last name. Oh, their name. absolutely they have. 100%. You are the locker room talk. They're like, so, like, Coach She's Maddie makes like, C Juicy so Mama. Fast. Like, do you I think, have, like, who do you think's going to marry him one day? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Like, it's, I, it's like everyone, all the girls in there, they're like, wow. Well, yeah. Because I walk in and, like, one of my friends were like, they're talking about your brother. So I just be like, oh, that's yeah, so uncomfortable. I'll just, I'll just <laughs> throw that out here. The funny part, like we're like actively so watching excited. his head go like. I know, I'm just like, my hat isn't <laughs> even like, fitting anymore. This Literally. is where I'm This is my dream. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> my dream is to coach at a school and have 14 yeah. year olds like me. <laughs> the dream job, truly. Me and my friend, we were watching her flirt with Matthew during. Dude, just come over here and speak on the mic, dude. Like, just join the pod. So. 
Me and my friend were watching. You're gonna gotta be in frame, dude. Or you could, I mean, you could go on your knees. You could just so be demanding. That's probably better. Just... I'm not gonna do that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Be professional, be professional. Alright. Sorry, that got me. <laughs> dude, you're gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you can clip that. <laughs> okay, so one time we were watching my friend. We were watching my friend, and she was like twirling her hair and like putting her oh, yeah. foot out and like, yeah. like. And they never know Matt. that they're doing it. No, they never no. realize that they're no. doing that. Got caught. And so <laughs> then me and my friend were just cracking up, and so then. Um, she comes over like, so how was your little flirt time with Matthew? Ooh. And she goes, I wasn't flirting. Every time. And then she has been like obsessed with him. Yeah. Like she's like, I'm going to marry him one day. She posted yes. on her Instagram story, like her private Instagram story. She's like, post a picture of Matthew and goes, no. I will marry hey, this on. man one let day. Let me just she's, add. She's really let me just add, it. This, she really is. This picture, I did not give her this picture. No. I, Our brother. Me and my brother go to the gym. We we go to the gym, all of us, I guess. Yeah. yeah. We go to the gym and he... He was like, send me the gym pics. So I sent him the gym pics. She gave him the picture. So just clarifying that. Thank you. Yeah. But then oh, she, okay. she wrote in my yearbook. She's like, I love you. Um, can't wait to be your sister-in-law. Wow. Thing is, so what? Thing is, I'm, I'm friends so with this like girl. Something I would do I've you. been friends with this girl like, like, like totally. before Matt was coach. And so like. She would like we would hang out and she like slept over at my house once and she was like, So when's Matt gonna come over? And I was like, Well, he doesn't live here, so Please, she just wanted to she was hoping. Poor <laughs> thing. She's well, and so the fact funny. that like she's serious is like, huh. Cause like Callie <laughs> Yeah. Callie would make jokes about like marrying Bradley. Like, <laughs> the, fact, the fact that she's serious. Huh. <laughs> wow. That's tough. Oh, no, wow. the fact that she actually thinks it's Olivia's gonna not a fan. <laughs> That's what we found out. Not a fan. Thumbs down on the Maddie McSee pod. Yeah. Oh my God. Just kidding. No, I mean, pod, no, I mean, no, 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 no. I just mean like, like my friend Callie would always make jokes about like marrying my brother, but it was like funny. It was like jokes like, oh, like we'll get yeah. married one day. That would be so hilarious. Yeah. But she's like, we will be wed yeah. one of these days. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Because her heart's going to get broken even though you were never she a thing. Asked him to That's prom. what's sad. Aww. Aww. Well, she asked you to Sadie's, and then she asked you to oh, prom. Oh, right, she did. Yeah. I did, did come up with the He's ask. like, yeah, I went. I, I totally was, forgot I about so it. Right? <laughs> I was very much feeding him the delusion. That wasn't written in my contract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to go to prom with these girls? <laughs> he did come to Winfo with me because my date got arrested. I was hyped. And oh, so you know. then okay. I brought him because I was like, well, I already have the ticket. So. What did your dick get arrested for? Um, trespassing. Okay, that's believable. Is, like, he trespassed. Not even and a then, cool crime, okay? And then, yeah. the, the Embarrassing. Then he was very juvenile. Oh. Then he ran, and then there's like seven cops like coming after Dude. him and his friends. If you do something illegal, face your punishment. Just, Just take don't it. Run. Truly. Don't run. If you run, then you'll get I know, I know. I'm, I'm good friends with a couple cops, and... Uh, it doesn't end well for you. That's no, all I'm saying. No, it's just annoying. You know what? But Jacoby you know, will take you more down. More to the plot. More to the plot. <laughs> what? More to the plot. That's true. That's well, no, I know. At least for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't care about him. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah so. Love that. Qu- can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah. Please. What is your actual dream job? Like, what are you? What are yeah. you trying to do? Right That's now. That's a good question. So the 
<clears throat> so I would say all the jobs I currently do, because I have like three or four. Very mm-hmm. random ones. Yeah. yeah. Stuff isn't telling me. Yeah. Out of nowhere. <laughs> like just like really random. Yeah. And none oh, of them yeah. were. No, no, no. Not like you okay. like. Oh, you know, like, She just nah. talks no, about no, me all no. the time. That's no. That's what you're trying to say. Yeah, oh, yeah. She's, she's obsessed. <laughs> oh gosh! You look at me like, why would she do that? <laughs> and why would she oh, be obsessed? Yeah, with yeah. That? <laughs> Have you looked in the mirror, Matt? Come on. What I mean, I look at the you? facial hair. Let's yeah. See. No, Spotty. we just no. I asked you. I was like, <laughs> oh gosh. No, I just asked you. I was like, hey, what's Matt doing? Yeah. And you were like, oh, he's a lot. She's like, he's Podcast. lost in his life. Podcast. Actually. <laughs> Well, that was working like, for the church. And, like he works for the church. I missed the basketball though. Yeah. So, so go ahead. The yeah. four things I do, I guess the the kind of the main four. So I coach basketball. Yeah. And I wouldn't say like these are not in order of like most important or anything right. like that. They're all important to me. So <laughs> the girls are gonna be watching this like. Oh, um, he loves <laughs> yeah. I make the team for I do I do sincerely love coaching like No, the girls. Teenage, so teenage girls are actually fun. Like teenage girls get a bad rap, but they're yeah. actually really good time. No, I feel like you just have legendary. no No, yeah. the team was great. And we part of it too Yeah, we went we went hard. But it's all all about too is about your commitment back, right? Yeah. Like and I told them from the get go, I was like, if you work hard, if you put in your all your effort, like I don't care. Like at this point, we're all at the same level. I was new, I was new, and I was like, I don't like I don't have favorites. I don't care. Like right. if you were good last year or anything like that, like you have to show me that you want this spot. Mm-hmm. And I'm counting it off of work work ethic and how hard you go. And a lot of our girls, like they showed up. We had a lot of freshmen on the team, pretty new team, mm-hmm. and we went to the playoffs. And we lost in the playoffs, but a lot of that was just because ha- like the three fourths. Like, the rest were literally like. We're not going to blame the rest. The rest were not the well, greatest, the rest but were not, not the problem. they never are. They, the they never problem, are. But um, they were like they they were like saying that we were going to lose before the game even started. That's sad. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, you're a fat old man. So but see, working in the CAA. But so, see, yeah, really okay, sad. whoa, whoa. Yeah. But see, mm-hmm. but see, yeah. once again, I think that I think that goes she right back him. to the issue is like you have to believe in them just as much as anything else. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you go in with the attitude of, okay, we've already lost, like, this is kind of a scrap season, it's developed a development season, yeah. then you've already lost. Like, you've yeah, already yeah. lost in your mind. And we would spend time, like, as much time we'd spend on the court, we'd spend time, like, doing mindfulness exercises and, yeah. like, visualizing the game and, like, awesome. believing in ourselves. And yeah. it was a little kooky at first. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'd have, like, a pink beanie that I brought out and, like, go into Perfect. guru state, you know. Love but. That. Yeah, Christmas gift. There it is. But goodness for sisters. Yeah, no, she came in clutch for sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, like I wanted them to realize, like you got to believe in you, and even if this is going to be a tough game, and we probably don't have the best like odds of winning, mm-hmm. but we're going to go in there with that winner's mindset and like try. And so I think a lot of it's that is just, like taking that time. And then the other thing too is like I think sometimes in coaching, and I don't know about the guys side of it, but in coaching, like there's this mentality of like got to be tough and got to be hard and like you make mistakes and you got to get you know in their face right yeah and for me like that's just not me as a person in general but two kel's like (laughs) kel's like not coaching at least but but i just don't find that works very well because at least with the girls i was working with they already know when they messed up right like most people do like they know when it's like ooh that looked awkward or oof that was a tough shot like they already know. Right. So to compile, like to compound that with, hey, that really sucked. You need to do better. Like that doesn't help. Right. And so like just helping them know, like I don't care if you make mistakes as long as you're trying to do better. That's what matters. Yeah. 
And I think that, like, forms a big, a really good bond with everybody because they know, like, I can trust him and I can trust that I can continue to progress and not feel dumb or stupid or right. feel like a failure. So I don't know how I got into that long speech Either with – Agree, though. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So basically, I gotta <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my no, because because I will say that one thing that was nice was that even when we lost, like you didn't yell at us. You're like, it's okay, guys. Like, there's a lot of things we could have done better, but it's not. We'll do better next time. Mm-hmm. And like before, like my coaches, it was like, I'm not gonna hate on women, but I don't like women coaches because I feel like they like. Since since they already, like, feel like they have a disadvantage, mm-hmm. it's, like, then they decide to be harsher. And it's, like, yeah. you don't need to yell at me well, all the time. Well, women are really hard on women. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. for sure. Like, girls are mean to so. girls. Yeah. yeah and so, sad. like, I never liked that. The thing is, I'm already really, like, hard on myself when I mess up. And so it was, like, it was nice to just, like, have a coach who was, like, okay, so do this and do that. And, like, da-da-da-da-da. And you're, like, oh, okay, cool. And so... Like, no effort is wasted. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, why did you yell at me? I already know I messed up. Right. There wasn't, like, a point to yell at me. But that's the thing, too, is, like, a missed shot, like, at least you took that shot. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I had some girls who, you know, people would joke with them. And that's the hard part, too, is, like, there's there's a line for joking, but you got to realize people do sometimes internalize those jokes. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't notice it, like, it's still... It's in the back of your head. In the back of your mind, yeah. And there's... there's one girl in particular I'm thinking of. She, like, she came in the season like, you know, I'm not a shooter. I can't shoot. Like, I've been told, like, don't shoot threes. Like, that's not your spot. Yeah, like, don't shoot. Like, you're not a shooter. Don't shoot. Yeah. And, like, they Yikes. get mad at her. And so, and that just was in her mentality. And I told her, I was like, I think it was, like, the first game out. We'd been practicing shooting. She was getting pretty good, you know. And, and obviously, she wasn't, like, top-notch shooter, but she was learning. And, uh, but I told her in that first game, I was like, hey, I want three threes from you tonight, okay? And she was like, it was like you could see the light bulb in her head go, oh, wow, I got permission to, like, I've I've been given permission to succeed. Somebody wants me to try. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've been given the green light to actually yeah. go out and try and succeed right. and, and do. And, and, like, that was what she was, like, missing, was that someone validating her and saying, like, I yeah. believe in you and I want you to do it. Yeah. I've and, really experienced that before, yeah. Yeah. And she went in there and shot, like, I think she made, like, two of her three. Incredible. Yeah, so she... Yeah, and so that's the thing is, like, it's cool to see what believing in somebody can do. And when you believe in somebody, the truth is they're going to succeed way more because they believe in themselves. They're thinking positively, and they're going to act Mm -hmm. as so. So that's the, I don't know, that's that's the nice part about coaching. I really enjoy. Wasn't planning on doing it. Yeah. I literally threw it in there as, like, a joke like I applied because <laughs> it was her last season I was like I'd be cool to coach yeah. for her last season but I had no clue what the even the what was even available at the school right so I literally just put an application in and I wrote the, the head guy and I was like hey I'd love to do it I'd love to coach the the girls team varsity and uh, I think I could do a good job I have s- some experience but you know who is in charge of that now like who's the head guy uh Levitt oh, yeah. David Levitt oh, I don't know who that is yeah Anyways. Yeah, so he's a super nice guy. I love, yeah. love, love it. He's awesome. And, uh, but, yeah, we came, I came in, you know, it took most of the summer. I didn't think I got it, but then right before the year started, he texted me. He's like, I'm kind of intrigued. Let's talk. Huh. Sat down, chatted a little bit, and then, you know, he, it, it took a little while for them to kind of sort it out, but was like, yeah, let's give it a shot. Dang. And so kind of stumbled into that. Um, the other thing I do, so I work for the church. Yeah. And that one was also a weird 
Yeah. You got to go? Yeah. Okay. Bye. Cool. Are you taking my car? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, did it stop? Yes. Okay. Just start it's again. Like oh. Like dead? Well, can you check Sweet. it for me before you go? What does it say? Low battery? Like it's dead? I don't think so. Okay, here, do this real quick for me. Switch this out, please. Just like put it on, put it on this, and then switch it out with this, and then we'll conclude, and I can finish my whole what I do off camera. Oh boy. I mean, you could have like. Well, that's true. We were. Dang. We're still on the. Nice. Like, the boys were like. Oh, don't so don't bad. blame the boys team, please. Oh, I will. No, please they don't. Don't team. please. Oh gosh. They lost to the worst team in the league. Yeah. Who's yeah, the worst they, team in the league? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Edu. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> oh yeah. But. Yeah. So well, the. They were the worst in the league. They won, they won one game. And. Yeah, I mean, this mic's still hot, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> She's going to make me edit it out later, but it's fine. Okay, so, it, while you're doing that. Yeah, no, it's, no, you're good. Don't even worry about it. Um, so, yeah, as far as the, the church thing goes, I did a, I started in Orlando for my proslighting, had to come home for back surgery. Yeah. Then I got sucked into the service mission gotcha. while I was waiting because it was COVID and my back and all that right. stuff. Um, and then did that for a while. And right around six months into my mission ending, m- like me and another buddy were like, you know, it'd be great if like we had some sort of MTC, mm-hmm. you know, because him and I had had such a positive experience with it. And so we developed one for our local mission. Cool. And just kind of we're starting that up. And uh, ran a few classes where we were just with the local incoming missionaries. And then from there, service missions are very, like, like, I mean, they're pretty new to start with. Right. But then also, like, word travels fast, you know. So a bunch of the other local missions, they started sending people to it. And oh. then a bunch of from California. And then we started over the course of six months. We were doing, like, every month, like, 60, 70 missionaries coming Dang. in. Yeah. So And we started doing it remotely so people could join from right. wherever. And uh, so we just started kind of operating, like just running this kind of training for people. And it was, we developed, because my buddy who was with me, he finished like a month after we started. So so it kind of left me with the ball. And, uh, but we started running it and we based it very much off the MTC. It was like similar material. We didn't write material. We just used the, you know, preach my gospel and stuff. Right. And uh, so we started doing that right around when I finished uh, my, my mission Salt Lake had heard what we were doing, and they were trying to create something as well. And so, and there was a few other things out there, but they were like, hey, I think this is a good program. Like, we want to kind of absorb it, merge it, and do something with it. Um, The hard part was I was just finishing, and they really didn't have anything in place. And so we kind of were trying to figure out, like, well, how do we keep what we've done here that's working going, but have them take over it? So I kind of just... Felt like I was like, I think I need to do a senior service mission 
And so I ended up doing another year of senior service. Really? I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. So apparently you either have to be 80 or you have to have at least completed your full, like your time served. Dang. Okay. And I don't know if they just made that up so I could do it or if that's (laughs) actually true. (laughs) So, but I was like, I guess I was the youngest senior service missionary at the time, which. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. (laughs) Yeah. So, but I did that for a year and then we basically took it from doing like like 60 missionaries to now we do like 200, 250 a month. Shoot. Yeah. And and the course of programs, like the whole program across the world has grown. So it's right. not just like us. We just kind of expanded. And we do we do missionaries, all English right now. We're mm-hmm. trying to go into Portuguese and Spanish next. But uh, we do it for missionaries all across the world. And like we this month we have missionaries from Germany and Ireland, Australia, Philippines. So anywhere where they speak English. And... Uh, and yeah, so that runs on a monthly basis and we've got a whole admin team. Wow. But after my year of doing that, I was like, hey guys, I can't do another year of service. Like right, we've got right. to kind of figure this out. And and there were some complications to all of the specifics of it. But um but long story short, anyways, I finished, I had kind of I had to extend a few months past my end date, but they ended up hiring me. So now I work for them. Wow, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. That's a cool opportunity. So like you said that you modeled after the proselyting mtc mm-hmm. but the proselyting mtc you go over the lessons that you teach and you do like mock teaching appointments right yeah and you do language training right so how did you mold that to service mission because i don't know a lot about service missions yeah. honestly but like a lot most service missionaries are doing like working at the food service, bank right. and like things like that right yeah so ours was really based upon um and the interesting too is when i was because i did did serve for like a year and a half before I did anything with the, we call it SMT, service missionary training. Gotcha. Okay. So I, before I did anything with that, I did social media for the mission because my back was messed up. So they didn't right. want me to go lifting boxes and all that stuff. And so I did that and COVID was around too. Yeah. And m- my focus then was really about a lot of these service missionaries would come in and they felt like they were just there to serve, not, not vocalize their testimony, not share the gospel. Yeah. And there was a bit of a stigma around it too of right. like, Oh, we're like the B class. Like, let's. It's sad. Yeah. Yeah. And so my big thing during the so, doing the social media was let's provide these missionaries with opportunities to share their testimony online. Yeah. And learn how they can vocalize their testimony. That's awesome. So when we created the SMT, it was really around that was let's start building. Let's let's give them a spiritual foundation right. that isn't necessarily around teaching, but a spiritual foundation where they realize going, OK, I'm not the only one here. I am a part of a bigger a bigger purpose than just I'm here in my local food bank. I'm partially bigger. Right. And let's let's help them realize they do have a testimony worth sharing. Yeah. And so our, be- our basic lesson, how we, we built it was, you know, each lesson they'll go over, um, you know, any like mission business, mission purpose, right? They'll cover that. Yeah. Um, they'll go over sections from Preach My Gospel. And typically what we do there is one of the students is assigned, hey, we want you to share to the class, like teach about this topic. Cool. So they lead the discussion. Then we go over the Adjusting to Missionary Life booklet, right? All the mental health. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we go over that, make that a big foundational piece. Then we usually have a, we have a spiritual lesson following that. And that spiritual lesson is typically pulled from the attributes of Christ. So we pull a lot from that. Yeah. Um, what else? We, we pull from Book of Mormon scriptures, the handbook. So like we talk about obedience. So once again, just really layering, not necessarily on teaching, but about what is it to be, being a missionary? What is the gospel? You know, what is it like sharing your testimony? 
you know, what attributes of Christ can we pull from in our service? So really emphasizing on those kind of foundational pieces. For sure, because I think that service missionaries are kind of like put behind the scenes mm-hmm. per se. And so they feel like, well, because I can't go leave my home and proselyte, right. then I'm not worth being front and center, which is really sad. Yeah. But they are. Like they do so much for the church. Right. And I mean, I know in my mission, the month that I left, the church is starting a new program where, where the service missionaries are working with the proselyting missionaries right. in their stake, which I think it's really cool. So yeah. they come and teach with the missionaries, which I never experienced. But I think that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Has it been um, a weird transition to the new Preach My Gospel at all? A little, seamless? a little bit. I mean, a lot of it we were using specific sections, and right. those haven't shifted too much. So yeah. we've we've been trying to kind of adjust for it. Um, the lessons just kind of smushed together a little bit, right? right? right. I haven't right. read through the whole thing, but... And because our lesson plan, too, is we will have the, like, our facilitators. And that was the other cool part, too. All of our facilitators, our teachers, mm-hmm. they're all service missionaries. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that's one of their service assignments that they serve Dang, at. Dang, okay, yeah. nice. And then our entire admin team that runs and sends the emails, all, all the right. operations, they're all service missionaries, too. Okay, So everything's Dang. service missionary run and driven. But in the it's lesson brutal. plan... Yeah, yeah. Well, we were, yeah, we didn't have a budget, so. Um, <laughs> but they, like, in our lesson plan, the teachers will assign the missionary, hey, go read, preach my gospel. Yeah. Here's a section. So we didn't really have to change much because they're going to the manual itself. Right. And so whenever that changed, they just use that. Gotcha. Um, but one of my favorite parts that we, we added was because the Pro MTC has, like, the, the, the teaching lessons that they have, like, the Helping actors. Others appointments. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And so what we did was we would have them get in groups of, like, three. Mm-hmm. And we'd tell them, hey, one of, we want one of you to be an investigator, right, yeah. or a non-member who right. doesn't know anything about the church. The other two, we want you to be at your service assignment. And just like if you're at a service assignment, cool. packing boxes, loading food, you know, you've got a badge on. They're going to ask questions about you, and you need to be prepared for if they ask you, like, what's with the tag? Why are you here? What What are you doing? Like, you're so young. Why are you at a food bank? Well, what are they allowed to say? Because isn't it like a rule that missionaries can't share a lot when yeah. they're service opportunities? Mm-hmm. That's how it was for us, at least. Yeah. So they're not supposed to, they're not supposed to go out and proselyte, not trying to, not supposed to go try and teach the lessons. Right. Okay. So we'd always tell them, this is an opportunity for you to share who you are mm. and bear your testimony about okay. what you know. Because what we looked at was, one, the whole separation of, well, this is teaching, this is service, it's a little dicey, and I think people yeah. get confused. But it's like, even if you're a service missionary, once you finish and you're just a member, like, you're supposed to go out and oh, same thing. member missionary work, right? Exactly. And so that's what we told them. Is like, that's not going to change. Because we had missionaries who were kind of brought that up. We were like, well, we're not teaching missionaries. We're like, we know that. But you are supposed to share your testimony. Right. That and doesn't so, mean you don't have a spiritual foundation. You don't believe in Jesus Christ. Exactly. You still have a responsibility to share just like every other member. Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. So that was our big focus. And we're actually – there's some merging happening on because they're integrating cross-line and service together now. Right. And so we're, we'll see what ends up happening. But it is going to be – our program is supposed to kind of merge with the MTC at some point. And Dang, cool. So how long is SMT? Three weeks. So we okay. just did three weeks. The difference is, is that it's three times a week for two-hour classes. So you get assigned okay. a two-hour class, and you go on Monday, Wednesday, Friday for two hours, and cool. then you do that for three weeks. Nice. Yeah. Wow. That's super cool. Yeah. yeah. So so that, that's that one. Then I do the podcast. I have a nonprofit Aww. that I run, and that one's kind of an interesting how that happened. And uh, Oh, and then I kind of help do some software sales and stuff like that. But that's more – it's not really sales. I – my dad owns a software company. I help him out occasionally. Right, okay. But it's not really doing sales. It's really more just like 
assisting where needed. Gotcha. Because okay. it's a family, you know, family right. thing. It's so. like, is it like there's like, um, I don't, I'm not on TikTok, but like reels going around of like when your mom asks you to do something, it's like five minutes. And then when your dad asks you to do something, it's like 12 hours. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, true. That's so true. I love yeah. that. That's cool, though. What is your dream, though? Oh, my dream. Oh, yeah, that was the question, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly. I mean, I I really like politics, actually. I'm a yeah. big fan. I think I have similar concerns Do you want to be my have. vice president? Yeah. I'd <laughs> yes. be hype. I'd be hype. Um, so, yeah, I really like politics. It's very interesting to me. I sh- it's hard, right? Because it's a yeah. hard space. For sure. And uh, sometimes, like, even when it comes to, like, I thought about, like, political commentating. Yeah. The hard part is that sometimes it's like, are you just feeding into more of the problem? Mm -hmm, Or are you really, like, addressing issues? So I think, like, conversations we're having right now where it's about politics, we're just discussing. I think awesome. And it allows people to think about it. But when it's like you just get up there and you're like, and tonight's news, blah, 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 blah. And that's so, you know, it's it's kind of become old. I just don't Mm -hmm. think it's really a good format anymore. Um, So there's that. Love sports. Love sports sports and 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 all that so thought about that i'm like that would be really cool i love journalism too so like all that i was gonna say you should just be a journalist like be on the news someday yeah yeah so i love that feel i love like i was just out of college like volleyball game yeah and i love all the like the aspects of the you know the live streaming and the announcing and the play-by-play you love being mic'd up mic'd up yeah like like, and even but even the halftime show just how it runs and like yeah you know the engagement you know i I love Mm -hmm. i love watching that and it's gratifying to like be a part of an event that like yeah is fun right yeah right Mm -hmm. and so so yeah so i i love all that stuff i think it's just super interesting and and, and enjoyable but um but yeah but then i'm also like I didn't know I was passionate about, but I'm super passionate about resiliency and like mental health. Yeah. And so that's where that nonprofit is kind of gone and we're working on projects with that. So some of the things I'm doing now currently were things I probably wouldn't have expected to do, but I've kind of grown a passion for it. And, uh, and so, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really a specific answer to the question, but no, that's cool though. I think that like, I think a lot of some of the most important things that happen in the world today are things that people never planned. Right. Oh yeah. Truly. Like, I can't think of a single person who was like, yeah, when I was six, I just knew that I wanted to run this specific random company that I'm running right now. Mm -hmm. And I planned and I did this step and this step and this step. It just doesn't happen. But they do important things. So that's cool. Yeah, Yeah, I think one thing that I've always – and you got to have a plan in some ways and take action with it right. But one thing – and I tell – I've. The missionaries in the S and T, we tell them this mm-hmm. a lot because a lot of them come home and they're like, "Why am I here? And why? Yeah. Why did I come home early? And why this? Why that?" And I always tell them, I was like, "There's going to be lots of moments in your life where you don't have a why or a specific yeah. why, and the best thing you can do is turn to the Lord and go, I don't know why, but because I love my Savior, He's going to be my why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whatever He needs me to do or expects me to do, and I got that question a lot when I did the senior search mission. Was like." why are you doing another year of service? Like, you already mm-hmm. did your two years. Like, move on with your life. Yeah. It's not worth it. You're not getting paid. And my thing was, like, I, I don't know why I'm doing it, I, I but I, I feel like I was supposed to. Yeah. And so when I didn't understand why, I was like, I just got to put that on the Savior and go, yeah. he's my why. Yeah. You know? And I'm so do it because I know that, that he's got it. Right. right. Yeah. And I don't know where it's leading, but I know he's going to have my best interest at heart. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, I think that's the coolest thing about. Oh, sorry. No, go, please, sorry. please. <laughs> no. I, I think that's that was something I was thinking about today. It's just like 
I think the coolest and most amazing part about like being someone not even just like part of our church specifically but being you know dedicated to religion is like or just like being a Christian is just trusting that not everything in your life is on you you have a savior that knows you better than you know yourself and you're able to like there's there's less of like a daunting like dread of like what will my life be and it's like right. if i just do the next right thing that i that he wants me to do eventually like i know and i have that security that it will end wherever i need to be right one of so. my favorite quotes it's such a cheesy one I but i think it's so true yes. i can't even i don't even know who said it it was probably an apostle or something but they say they said pray like it depends all on him and work like it all depends on you mm. Mm, that's a good one which is so true because i think that a lot of times in our life we're put in situations where we're like i have no idea what i'm doing i have no idea where i'm going i don't know why this has happened but if you just get to work and you just try your best mm-hmm. even if you don't even feel like you're going in the right direction you'll get there someday mm. because there's somebody who has control of everything who has all power right. who is working in your favor mm-hmm. and I think that that can be a really scary thing of like thinking well maybe I'm not going the right direction in my life but you really always are yeah. mm-hmm. we all take detours but if you have a spiritual connection if you have that foundation if you're if you're trying to be connected with Heavenly Father you're going to go in the right direction even if it right. doesn't feel like it sometimes and I think I learned a lot on my mission of like you know you hear the phrase work smarter not harder yeah. a lot like agreed but also disagree i think a lot of times when you just work even if you're maybe not working as effectively like if you sat down and really thought about it for like 12 hours you can come up with a more effective way yeah but if you just work results will happen it happened to us all the time like my companion and i would be like maybe we should have a really good planning session today so we'd like sit down and plan for hours and we would have like very meticulous plans of how we were going to do things and it just never worked out the way we wanted to but if we were just like you know what we're not even going to think about it. We're just going to go slam some doors for three hours. Yeah. And we did. We would pick up like four news. Right. Like, like the Lord just, loves effort. The Lord loves effort. It exactly. Right. And I think that it can apply to everything in life that I hear people say all the time, like, oh, like I'm unemployed because I can't find a job that will pay me this much money. Or I don't have, I'm, I'm wasting all of my money paying rent because I can't find my dream house yet. Like, they're right. always expecting something more. And it's like, no, no, no. Stop expecting more. Do what will work for you right now. Like, I'm freaking working at Edible Arrangements right now. That's <laughs> yeah. not my dream career. That's not? What? I, you know you what? You don't want to work Now that edible? you say it could be. No. Like, it's just, it's <laughs> like, obviously not. And maybe I could, if I searched a little harder, I could have found a job that's more directed towards my future. Right. But I need to make money. And I was able to get that job quick. Right. And it works for me. And at least I'm employed, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Can't really. I no, <laughs> Girl, we'll hook you up. Yes. Keep going. I'm just going to check the camera. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But no, I think that there's a lot to just moving forward, even when you don't know what the next step is. And yeah. working hard, even though you're not seeing results. And I think that can That's be the hardest difficult. thing. For sure, when you're That's not... the hardest thing. Because everybody, everybody is results-driven. Most people, yeah. I'm pretty sure, are results-driven. And if you're not getting results, then you think, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. Right. Which sometimes you are. Sometimes. <laughs> but yeah. if, you're, if you're putting in your best effort, well, and you're going to get somewhere. And even with your example of the job, it's like, okay, so you started that job, and at least you're taking action, at least you're moving forward. 
And then if something new comes around, like if you hear about a new job or you see something, you can always change. Right, you exactly. Can, you can say, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to move this direction now. Exactly. And uh, But at least you're moving. And the, right. and that's the other thing, too. The Lord can direct movement. Yes. But he can't He can't direct something that's not willing to move. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. For sure. And uh, yeah. I always get a little tripped up with, because we talk about people get hung up on the agency a totally. lot. Totally. Right? The ability to choose. You know, it's like, well, I can't choose for myself because, like, you know, if I want to drink alcohol, like, I can't do that if I have to choose, you know, yeah. between the Lord yeah. and, you know. And my big thing is, like, at least from my experience, when it comes to agency and choosing, you're really choosing between – it's not so much the specific decisions. It's are you choosing the Lord or are you choosing not the Lord? Bigger picture, exactly, yeah. Because if you're choosing the Lord, you know, if he asks you to go do this, you're going to go do that. Totally. If you're, if he says, well, it's up to you, then you're going to make a, you know, a decision, but you're choosing the Lord. You're choosing to follow him exactly. rather than kind of getting, I think people get hung up on the individual. Well, I have this choice and I have this choice. It's like, well, just choose to follow him. Exactly. And things. You, Cause you don't have to choose to follow him at any point in your life. You could decide I am not going to follow the commandments of right. the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he'll that still help does, you. That does not mean there will not be consequences. Right. That's the problem is people are like, well, if I choose not to, then there's consequences. Every choice yeah. has consequences. Every yeah. choice has consequences. Some are just good and some are bad. Right. And the gospel of Jesus Christ is designed to guide you to make choices that mm-hmm. are good. Exactly. Because God created this world. Right. God and is good. <laughs> yes. Everything right. good comes from God. Yeah. So, Yeah. yeah. Well, when I talked to I talked to this one girl on the last episode. She's atheist, and uh, I need to listen. To that. And yeah, I, 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 it's yeah. coming out next week, so I'll, yeah, so I'll, that's exciting. Yes. <laughs> and it was very interesting because she was sharing her experience and how she felt like when she had God in her life, her life was worse. And now that she didn't, she felt like it was improved, and like she felt like she didn't have, like she needed to rely on herself and not God, and that was what was tripping her up, mm-hmm. and. You know, whatever her reasoning was for why she feels that way, you know, she has her reasons. And, and we didn't get into, like, a we weren't trying to bash or anything. Right. We just kind of shared th- right. thoughts and ideas back and forth. But one thing I did tell her was, truth be told, I think even though at this point in her life she's not giving God credit for the good that's entered her life, mm-hmm. I think God would rather her be happy and feel like she's succeeding and not receive the credit Totally. than – be like, well, I'm in her life and I'm getting the credit and therefore, you know, she's having these good things. Right. God cares about her and it's like, I'm sure he's looking at going, you know what, even though I, she's not acknowledging me, I'm glad that at least she's moving forward and she's right. finding purpose and she's oh, happy. Yeah, for sure. And and so for me, it's like, you maybe know. Maybe one day. Yeah, maybe one day she'll, she'll find that and she'll, yeah. you know, kind of go back to, you know, having God in her life. But but at the same time, like, the Lord is always looking out for our best interest, even when we're making choices that don't involve him or that 100%. aren't positive. Which is, like, the greatest gift you could ever Yeah, imagine. For sure. That's something that I'm still lost on. Like, that's something that I don't know and that I'm still trying to learn about because, the, like, you see it all around the world. And I've seen it happen in my own life personally of, like, when we don't follow a commandment or we make a mistake or just people in the world say are genuinely not good people, but they still find success. And why is that? Right. You know? And I'm really trying to find the answer to that because I don't know a specific answer yet. But like, and also like, why does on the, on the flip side, like why, why do, do bad, bad things, things happen, happen to, good, to people? good people? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Exactly. It's so, tough to come so to terms with that. 
I don't know because it's interesting because you think like the simple answer for why do good things happen bad things happen to good people because everybody needs to experience trials in their life Mm -hmm. but at the same time like you think about well all like this person is not a good person but they're finding so much success and they're happy why well and that's one thing one explanation i heard for that because i i also i don't have the answer to that i don't know right but one explanation i heard of that i don't know if it's 100 percent true but he pointed out that everyone has their agency and like god doesn't inflict bad things on people people make decisions that cause bad things to happen like for example you know you may you might get cancer out of the blue yeah but what things did you do like what 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 environment what thing in your life caused that potentially like God can't necessarily stop all the choices you make. Like maybe, maybe me drinking tons of caffeine, you know, down the road causing me to have a heart problem. Like while I may have that heart problem down the road and I may not connect it to the caffeine or whatever. I'm not saying that caffeine does that. I don't know. But <laughs> I will. I'm out of here. Yeah. Cause I love me some good. No, I just, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I may not look at that and connect those dots. Now mm-hmm. the Lord knows he's like, well, we did these things and that caused that to right. happen. But I may look at it and go in like, Lord, I was a good guy. Like, what the, yeah. what the heck? Why did I have yeah. a – why did my heart give out on me, you know? Yeah. Um, but – so I think it's – that's how they were explained was, you know, let's take Ukraine, for example. Like, bad things are happening to good people in yeah. Ukraine. But is it God or is it the fact that, like, there's other people making choices that are bad that are affecting people? Exactly. It has nothing to do that, with what right? the people in Ukraine did. It's the fact that – Russia and like right. its president is mentally ill. Like, yeah, and he has to respect their agency that. too. That's the hard right. part. Is like, I'm sure God looks and he's like, I wish I could just come and stop that. Exactly. But they're, you know, the people who are invading or what, whoever is making those decisions, they also have their agency to choose as well. Right. And so a lot of times he was pointing out, it's not God inflicting pain upon us. He doesn't mm-hmm. want us to be, be in pain. It's him allowing us to have our agency to choose and trying to help us navigate as best yeah. he can. Well, it's interesting. It can kind of go back to like the way you talked about your coaching style with the girls of like every time they made a mistake, you didn't feel the need to kick them down Mm -hmm. and tell them they were wrong. That's how God is. Every time we make a mistake, he doesn't feel the need to tell us that we're doing it wrong because for a lot of people that can discourage them and make them not want to try. Right. Mm -hmm. But like shame, shame is never from God. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Like godly sorrow. Yes. For sure. Which is like needed, but like shame is never. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because that stunts your growth. Like shame to me, is like that's when it when when you want to stop. Godly sorrow is it, it triggers change and it triggers right. you being better. Yeah, it's. So. I, I think shame's more of a, it's a, uh, it's a self-inflicted emotion, right? Yeah. It's something we yeah. feel after we know we've done something wrong. Right. It's not right. necessarily God putting. No, I'm putting shame upon you. You know, it yeah, doesn't work exactly. like that. But it's it's something we feel when we know like okay, we don't have that with us anymore because we, right. you know, we don't have that happiness, that joy because we did something wrong. We know it. Yeah. So yeah. when people don't have shame, that's kind of, a, you're either really lucky or that stuff, you know? That's right. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So true. In some cases. Yeah. Well, we have had an awesome chat. I this feel has like. It's been interesting for we, sure. We've touched a lot of topics, but yeah. I feel like it's been super fun and engaging. And, this is fun. And uh, so any, any last bits of wisdom anything you guys would want to share or even you know any anything going on you want to plug you 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 plug that one um group yeah. what was that group called uh, again happiness project happiness project you can follow them on instagram or you can visit their website Hype. happinessproject.com very nice yep do you have an instagram for when you're president 
Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on Instagram, I'm Olivia dot Hannah Lore. Like hair hair oh yes, I have a hair Instagram. Oh, you do hair? We I do talk, hair. We can talk about that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I'll talk about that for like sixty seconds. Yeah, that's totally fine. Okay, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm going to college and whatever. But in high school, I did EVIT, and so I was super close to getting my cosmetology license. Um, and I was going to before on my mission just get a hairstylist license, and then I wasn't able to because they scheduled me to test on the day that I entered the MTC, which was super cool. And <laughs> so I didn't have enough hours anyways to become a full cosmetologist, so I'm back in school right now over at EVIT, um, Monday through Friday, nine to 8 to 12. If anybody wants to come get their hair done, yeah. come, I did give her a little haircut. And just, yeah. Make sure the camera's still working. Because, yeah. yeah, otherwise I just sit there and do nothing. So come get your hair done by me. It'll be super fun. It'll be good practice for me. Um, but, yeah, that's just something that I'm doing to make money and put me through college, have as backup. Nice. So nice. when I'm president and, you know, cutting my cabinet's hair. Yes, sir. Right. There we go. <laughs> but, yeah, good times. Okay, get your hair cut. That's, that's my Make plug. Book with me. Book with me. <laughs> <laughs> Book with me. Let's chat. Let's chat. <laughs> Talk politics. Get your hair cut. Ser- seriously, yes. and and we will. Politics and, and will. boys. That's what we go. talk yes. about when we do hair. Man, I got to pull up. Yeah. Get, yeah. get my hair cut. Seriously, we'll talk about all the boys. All the boys. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the boys. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. We talk about the basketball girls too. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yikes. Uh, <laughs> uh, moving on from that one. It's just my neighbors. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, we'll thanks for having us. Let's do it again. Okay.